Tonight. Hello and welcome to the Saddlecast on Sunday the 24th of April 2016. I'm your host Dan Train, joining me today, Zachary Burgess. It's nearly the end of April. And Robert nearly. Kemp. Meerkats. <laughs> I thought that's where you were going, but I don't know if that's what I'm like. <laughs> the end of April is <laughs> clearly meerkat time. <laughs> no, it's just like meerkats. <laughs> you, you hung on that meer. Apart from it was a near, not a mere. Oh, you're saying nearly the end of April. Nearly the end of April. It's not nearly the end of April, but that's also true. We've done this you so, be, so uh, many times. You can times. be disparaging about April if you want. Oh, it's, it's, I mean, it's merely the end of April. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not an important time of year, right? I think it's the first time you've commented on the date <laughs> from the intro. I doubt it. I mean, we've talked yeah. about the year quite a lot, like when it seems and the, like... A, and the heat. The heat? What's that got we're, to do we're with We've quite it? often started a podcast by going, it's hot! Yep. That's true. That's, That's not true. to do with the, 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 the fact that it's nearly the end of a month. <laughs> That's that could just be to do with the end of the month. It's like the end of the summer months. <laughs> it's time for that hot end of April action. Yeah. Oh, I wish. It's pretty not hot enough. In, I suppose if you're running the marathon right now in, in London, it's probably... Oh, it must be ideal. Must yeah, it must be absolutely lovely. perfect. Because yeah, even but... it, cause there's, there's been very subtle, like uh, little spit spats of rain as well, and it's like, yeah. oh, that's like, that's great. That's oh, what I want. Oh, that, that little bit of cooling feels good. Big shout out to uh, the <laughs> to the weather <laughs> to the weather. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for but keeping just, our runners just, cool. Yeah. And quite a lot of people doing it, so it's yeah, me yeah, too. Like, like, shout out to all the Felix Day runners doing it. Big shout out to Victoria James as well. Yeah, Home what was she running for? Oh, yeah, um, uh, loneliness charity um, something or anti something to do with Red anti- Cross, I think anti- British Red yeah. Cross something, something like that. Cool, good. Oh, <laughs> I did have that thought at some point this morning, where it's like it'd be quite cool if I could do that. And before very quickly realizing. There is no way in hell I could do that. You oh, could. Yeah. You'll get there. I mean, you could do a half marathon first, well, like, next year or something. Right. I reckon I could get there in time eventually, right? As probably anyone can. But yeah. at the same time, it's just like, I know what people have been doing to train for this. And that's like, every weekend, setting aside like five hours to go run and, or whatever. And it's like... That's five hours I could be playing video games. <laughs> no, that's my point. Or, or, that's the... or making videos or, or working that's on true. music, which I really, really need to finish. That's true. <laughs> yes, apparently you do. Like, I haven't worked. Oh, man. Yeah. It's the end of April. <laughs> yeah, I know. I haven't been emailed about any. No, I'm, I'm supposed to be working to a deadline on a music project, and it's like, I haven't worked on it for like a month. Oh, I was from. looking at. Although I haven't had a deadline email come up yet, so it's like it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so as long as an email doesn't turn up, you can have an infinite deadline. Yeah, I've sent something and it's fine. <laughs> I sent my work in progress. Oh man, yeah. It's like I worry about things like if I'm to like set aside five hours, like a weekend to do that. It's all this other stuff I'm supposed to be doing. But you are missing out on video games. That would pretty much be it. Like I looked, not to jump ahead too far, but I was like, man. The Metal Gear, this is great, but I mean, I'm, I think I'm only about halfway through it. And I looked at my hour count, it's like 40 hours or something, and I'm like, well, that's, that's as you know, 
We got the. I progress. probably spent you got about the first ending, didn't you? Not yet. No, I'm only on. Like, oh really? Oh, Twenty wow. or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're still in trouble then. In trouble. Well, yeah, because you need to get to like thirty-seven or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bullshit yeah. Side <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well yeah, that's I'm the point. You do the hard missions. versions of the same missions again. Yeah, but yeah. I haven't got that far yet. So I was looking at, and I was thinking, well, Kotor took me like forty-two hours or something the first time, and about I'm about, I'm only halfway through Metal Gear, and I'm at forty hours. So I thought I was just curious. Well, I'll look up on Steam and see how how much time Rob spent. Eighty hours, and which yep. is fine. But like, where does that time come from? I spend like an hour, like every weekday or something, playing it, and then at the weekend, and I'm still not. It's going to take me ages to get to bloody eighty hours. I don't know how you, know you guys I actually, do it. I actually don't. I actually don't know because I played Metal Gear. Not, I didn't really play Metal Gear in long spurts. I like, yeah. played it like an hour and dribs and drabs. Like I'd play yeah. it like once, once in an evening, and then yeah, would, towards the end of an evening. And would maybe, you do maybe like a, a main mission if I'm lucky, and then a bunch, and then a couple of side ops or something, and then stop? Yeah, often. I mean, if there are some main missions where you get sort of locked into it for a while. Yeah, there are. Yeah, like, and and or and you know some incredibly long sequences, and you're like, I'm not sure if it's saved before this incredibly long sequence. I need to just do I just need to sit through this. Yeah, and it's like midnight at at that point. You know, like I don't know if I can quit out of this. I've always I'm going to probably have to sit through all this again. And I look at it's not it's not just you, Rob. I mean, I look at uh, Zach doesn't count because like doesn't do anything <laughs> else. But like John Barlow will just absolutely smash it as well, and he's got loads of stuff going on in his life or whatever. And then you mm. look at his hour count on like on Metal Gear, for example, or on like Dark Souls Three has just started, or or like whatever. He'll absolutely beast a game, and I don't know where all the time comes from. It's like you guys have some kind of time portal. I mean, I know I sleep too much, but it's not that much more. <laughs> No. Uh, at, least, to... at least Bolo only plays one game at a time. Rob yeah. normally has at least two on the go. Yeah, <laughs> so that should make it even worse theoretically. Yeah. But it's cool. I mean, do you, I mean, I guess you like get up on a Sunday at like a normal time, like nine or whatever, eight or nine or something, and then you play all the way through to like now. Would you? Finish it. Well, no, I I tend to have stuff to do on a Sunday. Um, yeah. You know. And you know, Saturday mornings are gone now, thanks to Reddit. And yeah, I just find it mysterious. How do you guys get through these these long? Well, and my Tuesday evenings are gone thanks to Ren. And, well, it's like you know, I get back from work late some evenings. But actually, no, that's the, this is where I get my time. It's because I have no commute <laughs> that, four days. Yeah, a week. yeah, that's yeah, yeah. So you don't do the commute. So that hour, that's an extra hour per weekday. That's five times a week. So that's five extra hours per week at least. Would you say? I mean, I still have to go get known from the station and stuff. So I do lose yeah. some time. But yeah, know, but compared to what like, she's I, doing. I, I can, I can get. I can I can turn my computer off at five on the dot and wander downstairs and play something for a little bit before having to go pick her up. You know? Do you do like nine to five then? Out of interest. Yeah, yeah. I, I I try and try and stick to that as close as I can. There are more. Oh, really? Start early. Oh, okay. Because I I. But don't you know, depending on when I drop no more, I'll start early sometimes. Yeah, yeah. No, I have a pretty good deal. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good actually. Yeah, maybe that's the difference. It probably is. And Barlow can probably do that too because he can probably work from home quite a lot, given his. His, but then he's sort of got his own kind of business thing going on, so it's kind of tempting to just keep working, isn't it? When it's your own, you know, when you're if it's something you're everything. interested in and you're yeah. in the zone, then stopping can be difficult. Yeah, I understand that. At the moment, if I'm honest, for me, that isn't a problem. That is not a problem for you. Okay, <laughs> okay, that's cool. Because I get that sometimes, obviously, um, but not my work is just too bitty at the moment. Um, because people are constantly interrupting yeah, me for too. random estimates and yeah. stuff. Yes. Do, do you have to do I've much? Had a, I've had a project on the cards for like the last 
probably month or so, and I've probably only actually been able to spend like three or maybe four days on it in the last month. Yeah, yeah. Which is nothing. It's not off yeah. the ground. It's no. barely started. And no, it's but, highly frustrating. That's so annoying. Because you're thinking about it, thinking, oh, I can crack on and get this all done. I'm trying to, I'm trying then, to negotiate. But then equally, like, I've got myself, not I'm trying to like, if you know, my employers aren't going to listen to this, hopefully. <laughs> uh, but, you know, not I'm trying to belittle myself. But it's no. like, there's a point where, it, it, like, when when you're away from doing what you're supposed to be doing for that long, when it then actually comes to doing what you're supposed to be doing, it feels daunting as hell. Right. It's a big project that I'm supposed to be working on. But then it's like, because I know I'm not going to be able to deal with it, suddenly you've got to go, well, okay, what, you got the you got that remembrance factor, so you're sitting there going, mm. like, okay, what, what, what was I, what was the plan here? What was I doing? It's really important, which takes yeah. a bit of time. And then uh, there's a the the anxiety of trying to take something on the at the at the current rate of progress. I'm probably not going to get finished for several months. Yeah, it's just like I don't want to do this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, just, it's just too daunting, isn't it? It's hard. It's to like, this is the thing I'm supposed well. to be doing, and I kind of want to actually get done. But at the same time, I don't want to do this in the way things are. Because what happens is with programming is like you 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 as you write something you build up a mental model in your head of what's going on so if you if someone mm-hmm. else had written it and you and you read it like that's why people hate other people's code because it's easier having written it yourself line by line to have that not only do you have the code in front of you that you've all written but you also have something built up in your head which you can forget so when you can come back to your own code later even if it's a week later and be like what was what the hell was I doing? <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, what was I, th- what you know. was I thinking? Yeah. So if you're in the same project for a week or something, you don't you don't really lose that that context in your mind. Or even if you stop and you play video games and you have a shower and you wake up the next morning, you have still got it there. But if you are doing it like one day a week, like it takes you the whole morning just to get back into where you were or paging it back into memory, basically. Like a computer can take stuff and page it instantly back into memory. But, a, but if you're a human being, it's like, what was going on here? What the fuck? Well, yeah, a PC or, you know, a computer effectively stores exactly. how it's learned it, it and why yeah. it's connected. And, yeah. But, and, and, but you, you know, people don't do that. They, yeah. So that's why people, I mean, project managers are like, oh, that's okay. We have to do these two tasks. You just do one of them one half of the time and the other one the other half of the time and then it will work out to the same deadline or whatever. And it's like, no, it's if like, I no, switch no, between them, either. yeah. And then if you multiply that up to like five different tasks, it's like, I'm not going to get anything done. God damn it. Yes. I might be having a very similar conversation in my line of work yeah. very soon. I mean, so what I'm going to be fun. I've had this conversation like last week. There was a meeting in the meeting. In, I got an invite in Outlook to a meeting, and the title of the meeting was "Let's talk about Dan Train brackets with Dan Train." <laughs> <laughs> That's good because <laughs> basically I'm, I'm overbooked or whatever. So it's like, what the fuck are they going to do? But um, yeah, and, and what I tried to negotiate was like, okay, well maybe because for me, if I can work from home one day a week, I can actually concentrate that whole day because people aren't bothering me as much. Whereas you work from home every day anyway, so it would make any difference. <laughs> like, you, you can't do that. No, I can't. And I'm, I've been having a cover support for a, a long time as well. Yeah, at the moment, so and that just so interrupts I'm, you I'm randomly. Well, I'm, I can't zone in because I have to be watching an inbox. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it's. Sucks. Yeah, it it it's difficult. Coding is hard. Yeah, doesn't let hard. anyone tell you tell you any different. Coding is hard, but it can be fun if they aren't inter- interrupting you and you know what you want to do. Like if you had and, that, and if you had a whole week good. on your project, you'd be pretty happy. I would have thought. If you're Maybe. working on something good, 
Yeah, of course. Yeah, that is that is that is the trick. Also, that is definitely the work, trick. Work on yeah. things that are good. Yeah, indeed. I better stop there. <laughs> cool. Okay. <laughs> um, so, how about your work, Zach? How's your uh, Starbound Java plugin coming? Oh, <laughs> well, I've been looking at Factorio mods. Oh yeah. I really tried to make one, just looking at them to see if I can. I did fix a mod that I downloaded. So I was like, this graphic is misaligned, but that must be a real easy fix. There must just be a number somewhere in this file that tells it how to align the graphics to the grid. So, so I can probably just go and fix that. Does that have a scripting language, or, or how is it done? Uh, I don't remember what it uses. It's just like It just looks like every other type of code to me. It's just like, it's all, you open it in Notepad++, it knows how it's formatted, so I'm like, yep, that's obviously just some basic code. Oh, fine. Okay. Did Easy it look? Did it look like the Java or whatever a little bit from Starbound or whatever? Like C, oh C style or whatever. Do you know yeah, what I mean? One, one of those kind like of with things. like if else. Yeah, and, standard loops yeah, and stuff. Four be, loops um, and stuff. Yeah, it'll be a procedural in almost every case, won't it? Oh yeah, I'm just saying that like there's a lot of languages that have that C look, don't they? Like um, oh yeah, like yeah. Java or C sharp or, or or JavaScript, they all look. See, like, whereas some of the scripting languages in games, like Lua or something, probably look like I don't know, small talk or whatever, something you know, different, like Python or whatever. Yeah, they look, look a little bizarre, yeah. yeah. Uh, or where white space PowerShell. is important and stuff. <laughs> it's a Ugh, PowerShell. Yeah. Oh, nerdy, but you, you did I talk to you about this? Not that this really concerns our listeners that much, although it might affect computer games, I suppose. But the whole I, I, Unix, like, Linux like, subsystem on Windows, yes. did we talk about that? We, we, we talked about it. We oh, right. Okay. It's freaking crazy. So hopefully that will... I mean, what could that mean for games? I don't know. Probably not much. Um, I no. imagine no. absolutely nothing. No, it probably means nothing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Apart from making it easier games, to mod games, I suppose, potentially. Maybe. It depends, how, how, it depends on what level you're making games, right? If you're like these AAA games or, you know, super high graphic powerhouses, you code to the metal, right? So it's... Mm. They probably don't have too much in the way of higher level stuff other than maybe... But then, you know, anything that would probably touch Linux in that way, you wouldn't be doing at a higher level, right? It's just, yeah, yeah. It probably has absolutely no impact on the games themselves, just probably how they're made. I mean, it might have the effect of annoying games developers much less and therefore being a bit... <laughs> having them having less, like philosophical reason to try and make games for steam os or whatever or for linux in general <laughs> yeah maybe they're just like fuck that i can use windows now and it has all the nice tools and i sometimes well stick to windows that's where the money is for pc gaming yeah exactly it's fair enough I like the money. yeah but but conversely if you're writing a sort of like a little a slightly smaller indie game you know you were the pushing the technology to its limits isn't exactly your concern. You can probably use whatever the hell you want, right? Uh, I guess so. But, I mean, even small indie games use DirectX and stuff, don't they? Yeah, 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 sure. But, you know, you're, like, to use the classic example of Minecraft, I guess, it's like you can write it whatever the hell you want as long as you make it work. That's true. Although Minecraft, I mean, Minecraft is amazing. But, like, it's pretty crappy Java code, isn't it? Hopefully they'll replace it. They're getting closer, aren't they? I mean, it's not a stated goal of Microsoft to replace all the Java, but they will. It's not even that. They really, they don't even... I mean, they really should. I mean, uh, yes, it will piss off the mod community, right, when they drop Java 
But yeah, they, as long as they have as good mod support in whatever they port it to. They're a step closer already, aren't they? Because the Minecraft School Edition or whatever is the C++ version from the Xbox yeah. 360, I think. So it doesn't have all the mod support, but, I mean, obviously it runs a lot better. Um, so Yeah, it means, it means it can run on less powerful hardware, which means the schools don't have to put so much money into running the thing. And Microsoft must have so much money and engineers to throw at it. Not even just because Microsoft have tons of money, but because Minecraft makes loads of money. They must be... They must be there's an effort I do, there, I do, clearly. I do love that when you're browsing um, virtual machines on Microsoft Azure, there's just a straight-up option for Minecraft server. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just right there. <laughs> that's yeah. just a VM right there. It's like, do you want a Minecraft totally. server? Yeah, okay, fine. Is that a free, a free image or whatever? It'll be, yeah, it'll be one of their, their pre-built uh, yeah. things. Obviously, you're just paying for compute time. In the end. Yeah, because Amazon has that weird like marketplace for for VMs, for images. Um, so I think you buy images as well as buying, you know, paying compute time sometimes. Mm. It's a bit weird. Anyway, blah. Stuff. Stuff. Apparently. No well, kitchen yeah, bitching? <laughs> now that we've ended that conversation with blah and stuff. <laughs> blah and stuff. Lovely time for news. Well, you know, I had a, had a mild personal news story this week. <laughs> mild? As on, in, I pretty much collapsed at running on Tuesday. What? Yeah, I know. It was, it was bad. I didn't feel what right happened, all night. I didn't feel right all evening. Like just the 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 run, the like one and a bit mile run to where we were doing stuff was a bit. I didn't feel quite right. Like just incapable, shall we say? And uh, and then it was a hill training session of which I did very little because it's hill training and I wasn't feeling great. And then there was shuttle sprints on the beach, of which I managed to sprint down to the water, hang about for a bit, sprint back up to the shoreline, and then everything felt bad. Oh dear! Like just right. So uh, you've you've probably I don't know if you've seen me have one of these before. You might have been around, but like I, I very rarely get like a big old energy crash. Is the way I would describe it. It's just right. like you are suddenly unable to do anything um i say suddenly you actually feel it coming on it takes a little while but once it's started it's like this is going to get worse before it gets better right kind of thing um to the point where you 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 can't catch your breath you feel super weak uh like i I tend to try and curl up like in the the aircraft brace position but apparently that's an awful place to be because then you're not breathing properly you know you're not getting oxygen in correctly i go blind Oh, that's horrible. Like, you go super sparkly and blurry, and it, it's the worst. Scary. It, it really does feel horrible. But it's like, I've had it so many times now that it's just like, oh, it's one of these again, but it still sucks at the time. Yeah, but um, at least you're not you know, panicking, you're not, like, you're not, oh, I'm dying yeah, you're or not, whatever. No. <laughs> but yeah, that, that happened. I haven't had that for so long, and it's like, it kind of freaked everyone out. Like, apparently I was... I was... I was whiter than sugar, you know. I was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was whiter than Jerry Essex's teeth. It was, yeah. Apparently, I, I looked very odd, um, and I was a bit wobbly for for. But if you've for, always for a couple of days, you've had these a lot. Well, not a lot, but you've had them for a long time, right? So mm. it's not like. Do you think running like it, it makes it happen, or or? or well, I don't know because as I say, it was. It's, like, it's not like it would 
I noticed it was bad before we were barely into the session, right? So it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not actually connected. Okay. No, it's not connected to what I was doing that session or anything like that. So it's, it's just a bad one. Yeah, it's really. I don't. I don't quite know what was going on. I, I still don't know what causes it, and I, and I got it checked out like several years ago. Yeah, of course. You know, I'm, I'm not anemic. I'm not diabetic. Um, I have got that weird heart thing. That yeah, yeah, yeah. I, ectopic that, beats. That is, yeah, that isn't a heart thing. Apparently, <laughs> you know, okay. the heart thing that isn't isn't a heart condition, but it's just a little odd. <laughs> don't worry about it, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's that's all they've ever said. Like, but they basically told me at the time we tried getting fitter, <laughs> and it's like no, because <laughs> it sucks. And now I am. And now you are. It equally, it equally, it equally sucks. Yeah, well, maybe it will help. I don't know. Who knows? But that sucks. Yeah. Is that the first time it's happened since you've been running and stuff? It's the first time it's happened that bad. I've, I've oh, felt okay. it coming on and managed to prevent it, shall we say, like just calling it and saying, nope, nope, no, I need to stop. Mm-hmm. But this time it came on, you know. Uh, yeah, I felt bad the whole time. Perhaps I should have stopped earlier, but I didn't realize that it was going to be like that and that bad. Mm. So, yeah. It's an odd one. It's an odd one. I don't want it to happen again. But yeah, I'm good enough now. I still park run yesterday. So cool. So you're feeling good. Okay. Yeah. Just watch thought it, I man. was beyond this, man. I thought I was past this. Yeah. Bad luck. Oh well. Maybe this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just keep going. Like somebody needs to start a uh, a dead pool on me. You know? Oh no. When when will it happen? <laughs> when will I go one step too far? The going blind sounds really scary. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird. Mm. I don't really remember who was assisting at the time. I know a couple of people because they stayed with, but at the time there was a bit. There's quite a few people around me, and I remember none of that. I just remember there were people. Can't tell you who they were. Yeah, good for them. Helping you out. Yeah, big big respect required. Yeah, cool. Yeah, that's my news. Okay. Nothing else has really been happening. <laughs> Let's do the news then. Cat doesn't like duck kibble. Discovered that. Well, you know. The fussy I don't know. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. That's a bit of a weird. Do, do, do cats generally eat birds? Like well, chicken? Yeah, like most a... of the, like she, she eats like pretty much every meat under the sun when it's I guess like they do, they don't pouches. they? They catch birds, don't they? But they probably don't yeah. catch ducks. <laughs> They're quite big. <laughs> <It's> quite, <laughs> quite ducklings. Yeah. Well, no, she'll eat chicken. She'll eat. Oh, she, uh, we we think turkey doesn't agree with her. She'll eat it, but we think it doesn't yeah. agree with her. Okay, uh, well, chicken's fine. Quite close fine. to turkey, she'll isn't eat, it? Yeah, she'll eat duck. She'll eat beef. She'll eat lamb. Um, you know, in in those packets, She's absolutely fine with all of those. Like the duck flavored kibble. Nah, not, not it. for her. Fair enough. Not having my chicken and vegetables. This what she like chicken and vegetable kibble is her thing. And it's like I've just bought this big old box of like duck kibble. Mm. It's like what the bloody hell do I do with this now? I've got to find a home for duck kibble. Yeah, I have to send it to some neighbour's cat or something. Yeah. You like duck kibble? Yeah, just put it outside, see what happens. Yeah, see if you can attract <laughs> see, see what I attract. The Chinese cats or, or whoever drinks eats duck. I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't think they make these uh, duck kibble with a bit of soy sauce. Cantonese, <laughs> why not? That would be delicious. <laughs> with some pancakes. Yeah, duck plum sauce and onion <laughs> and cucumber kibble. Spring onion, yeah, vital. <laughs> delicious. Right. Yes. It's news time. 
News. Okay, I, shall I do some? No, how do we usually if, do if this? You, got, you, you usually okay. have a list. I'm going to run down the list. I've well, got some missed news. Should we start with missed news? I was thinking, as in, yeah, okay, yeah, st- stuff we probably should have covered last episode. Oh, I see. I thought you meant news about the '90s adventure but, game missed. <laughs> oh no, no, definitely <laughs> okay. not. There's, it's it's you know it's a pretty clear day at the moment. You know, uh, okay, cast, but uh, I, I, I can still see to the end of the street. It's fine. Okay, what uh, did we miss? Um. So Microsoft, there's no point hanging on many of these. Uh, Microsoft finally confirmed that Xbox One is getting a dev mode, allowing you to turn any Xbox One into a dev kit. Um, okay. Um, which they which they kind of always said it was going to be right from the start, but they're now only just starting to um, actually do that. So this means like focus... you don't have to get an expensive dev kit, right? Is that the idea? In theory, yeah. Uh, at the moment, it seems like the first pass is going to be that they're opening up the app section first so you can start make, making xbox apps not xbox games uh, um, okay yeah you because know, sure. it's windows 10 i guess yeah the whole universal platform universal thing. windows platform yeah oh, speaking um, which, did you hear um, you know it's going on about that react native thing for making um ios and android um uh mobile apps with the same code right javascript yes. or whatever so they they announced um Microsoft announced Universal Windows Platform support for it, so you'll be able to make Xbox One Yay. apps using JavaScript and the same tools, yeah, well, as well as like Windows Ten apps and Windows Phone apps or whatever. All it's all the same thing, right? So yeah, so, yeah. So pretty fancy. So it just it like um, translates the calls to instead of you know UI kit the Apple shit. It, Turns it yeah. into XAML and whatever WPF or whatever it is. I double them down. It, it's they're not going halves on this thing. They're, no. they're really going for it. But that's the interesting thing is that like they kind of left the Android stuff. Well, not totally, but a lot of it was kind of like open. There's no Google buy-in for the Android stuff, and there's no Apple buy-in for the Apple stuff. It's all the Apple. That's all done by Facebook or whatever. Whereas this one, Microsoft are actually contributing. To the effort mm. to do, which is, you know, kind of interesting. Yeah. Anyway. This is interesting. You reckon it's just image? Is it all a PR thing? Or like, do they what, actually... for Microsoft? Are they, or do they have a plan, right, that, that there's something that is crucial to their business that they just need to be super involved in this? Who, Microsoft? Can... <laughs> is it, or is it just catching up? Yeah, it's just Microsoft, I mean. Yeah. I think it's just Microsoft's attitude is like so changed that now they yeah. are the open source champions way more than, way, I mean, Apple never were. I mean, they're sort of trying to do it with the Swift language, but not really. And Google are a bit more, but the, Microsoft are completely reversed and they're like going all in with open source, basically. Mm. It's really weird. I think it's awesome. really interesting. Yeah. Uh, anyway, there was that. Um as what as happens every year, Red Dead Redemption Two has been rumored to be shown at E3 this year. Again. Well, there's a map. Have you seen this? There's a supposed map, leaked map of the play area, um, which looks sort of legit because it has part of the old play area in the bottom left-hand corner. So it's like an extension of the old map. Mm. Uh, but... I mean, it's it's. It, 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 I think it's like. You know, it's a foregone conclusion we will get a Red Dead Redemption 2 at some point. It's just a question of like when they will actually choose, yeah. choose to show it. Because apparently this has been rumoured about this time every year since 2011. Right. So, you know. <laughs> but now it's getting towards the right kind of time if you look at the yeah, cycle you'd think, of like right? GTA they're, they're 5. In, it's going to be ages till we see anything else GTA, right? 
Like unless yeah. they're going to do more DLC, like like an episodes style thing for GTA Five, but um, I mean, I'm not sure they'll go that way this time, right? I think they. Gonna, I don't know. They, they seem they seem to have been putting all their work into online. That's um, true, they have. But I mean, I think there's mileage in that in that um, map and that world for for doing what they did it, with it, four. I suppose it is more varied, doesn't it? And bigger, they can probably yeah. do more with it than they probably could in GTA Four. Yeah, I think I think they'll try and milk five a bit longer compared to four, even um, mm. before there's a GTA six. I can't really imagine what they're even going to do for that. Five is so great as well, like in terms of the world and the detail and everything. I don't know. I think they'll just add to that. Even I know they've been concentrating on the online, but I reckon they will do some stories. They might be yeah. quite big. I mean, they might be bigger than the the four um, um, add-on packs. We just have yeah. to hope at this point that they've, uh, you know, after they did good on GTA Five, bringing it to the new consoles and to PC, yeah, they'll do good on RDR two. Yeah, I mean, if Red Dead Redemption Two was day and day on PC, that would be so great. Uh, I don't know if they'll do that, but it would be really great. Because otherwise, I mean, I mean, that's my favorite game of the last um, console generation. I will definitely have I mean, to buy more... a console if if that if that's a console exclusive. Yeah, I mean, you're you're kind of the more I thought about it, the more that game still was just like, yeah, that game was amazing. It was so good. Yeah, it's like I was late to the party, but the more it's like it, it hangs about, it, and the more you think about it, it's just like, no, no, that game feels better as time goes on. It's weird. So every time I see footage of it, like just in passing on a YouTube video or something, yeah. like someone clips it and it's just like, shows it. It's like, damn, that game. That game was so good. Every time. And I, so I can't wait. I'm really excited actually about the sequel. It won't be until next year at the earliest, but I'm still, I mean, maybe it'll be Christmas, but I doubt it. But mm. um, it'll be so exciting, especially if it's on PC. Um, Speaking of long-awaited sequels. Sorry, sneak a segue in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ubisoft have filed some Beyond Good and Evil trademarks. Ooh. It's as much as filing; it's, it's almost renewing at this point. Maybe. Really, isn't it? They just yeah. want to keep it there in case, just in case. I didn't. I didn't go and research whether or not they were, yeah, new ones or old ones or whatever. But anyway, there's been some movement there. So, yeah, but not really, because yeah. <laughs> everyone knows what happened with like that trailer for two that never turned into a game and all that bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Now's the time. Cool. Um, we need to, we need some IPs that are unloved to you know we need new IPs or old IPs that are unloved to to make good comebacks. Now's the time. Stop making Assassin's Creed. Make on good and evil. Come on. Come on. Stop making Assassin's Creed. And make literally anything else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Project Eagle. <laughs> um, so they've officially shut oh, down. Oh no! Wait, I did, I did make a note about this, but it was just badly filed on my phone. Uh, Beyond good and evil. Apparently, not a renewal of an existing trademark. Yeah. Now, how is that possible then? Did they let it expire and then no one stole it? Oh yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, "Okay, now we need to well, bring yeah. it back." I didn't. Yeah, as I say, I don't know if it had like a semicolon or or a colon, like subtitle after it or whatever. But or it's spelled weird. Or maybe it's in in some countries that didn't have it before <laughs> or something. Maybe. Don't know. Sorry, Dan, I interrupted you. What were you saying? Not that exciting, but the 360 is—they've shut down manufacture at ten years. Wow, so, they were still going. Yeah, they were still going. So now they've I stopped. Thought they, I thought they killed that one. There's still games coming it. out for it. Yeah. Are there? Yeah, there were. I don't know about now, but yep. So that that huh. that's kind of cool. That's over. I suppose Destiny got a 360 release, didn't it? I think it did. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think so. 
But I can't imagine that they had the Taken King or anything like that. Oh, although, was that just DLC? I don't know. I don't know. Um, mm, no, no, yeah, I doubt they went that far. Yeah, yeah exactly. So that's interesting. Oh, and um, of course, there's the PS4 thing news that we talked about briefly, but there's more detail, isn't there? Oh, now? oh what the fact that it's called they're codenaming it Neo. Neo, yeah. But they've got the. This is missed news, by the way. But yeah, that's... no, because we we did talk about it, didn't we? But yeah. Um. But now there's more detail, and basically, it's it is more powerful. Like it has a significantly, I would say, up boost, especially to the GPU. Um, so what's more interesting is kind of their um, it Sony's... They're going to be pushing four times the pixels. Well, I don't know if it's explicitly oh, no, going pixels. to be 4K. Like, I, I think it's a bit of a leap to get actual 4K output from... And and, and also the rumor about the um, breakout box for the PlayStation VR being integrated, they, that there's no indication that that's the case. So... Um, so it's more just a more powerful PS4. And so there'll be two modes. And the more interesting thing is what what Sony mandate for developers. So obviously you're not allowed to release a game that only works on the new on Neo. Mm. Um, so so they're not they're not allowing anyone to make a um, Neo exclusive Neo only game. No, that's, that's an not, interesting move. Yeah. That's not allowed. That's, that's kind of good of them to come out and say that. They have to, so they're basically all games have to have two modes a, a normal node and a neo mode. And they also like <laughs> neo mode, neo mode. And uh, they're also saying that, um, so what could happen is in the neo mode, you have more graphics power. So you pile on the graphics effects and then you get a slower frame rate. So they're mandating that it has to have the same or better performance than the normal mode in terms of frame that's, rate. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, so it will just look nicer. I guess that's the idea. Mm. And and yeah. there's some stuff around. You you're not allowed to offer extra. I can't remember extra features well, I guess, or, or. I guess or they're a little bit are. afraid of what happens to Hyrule Legends Warriors thing. Hyrule Warriors Legends, whatever it's called, on the mm. 3DS. We're apparently yeah. trying to play that on a not new 3DS. Is a really bad idea. Right. Yeah, I don't want that. Like, I yeah. guess this is a bit of a similar... Si- I thought this was kind of a new situation for a console, but I guess it's a bit like the expansion pack for the N64. Um, yeah, kind of. But there were games that you needed that for, weren't there? Uh, yeah, well, yes. Was it yeah. Majora's Mask? Was it, it was an absolute yeah. requirement. Donkey Kong yeah. 64, it was an absolute requirement. And then you um, had games like Perfect Dark where it... Perfect Dark that things. basically didn't work. Like, right, okay. <laughs> you couldn't play the main campaign unless you had the expansion pack. Yeah. Right, perfect dark, and and the multiplayer was severely limited. It was like two player only or something. Oh, I and see. Okay, yeah, you basically yeah. didn't have the game unless you had the expansion. Unless pack. you had the expansion pack. Okay, so so it sounds like this is kind of an interesting approach. I quite like the idea of having a. I I think they've made good. Yeah, that, that's that's this sounds it sounds at sensible. least for at least for now. It's how you don't piss anyone off. Yeah, so it that like it's going to be pretty irrelevant though, because it's just going to be like. No one wants to put in work, so what's really going to happen is the Neo version is going to be twice the frame rate. <laughs> That'll yeah, be it. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> or, but that's cool. Or, I mean, or, I'm not or saying no to that. 4K. Yeah. Yeah. It will be simply, it will be, in most cases, it will simply be a resolution jump. On it. I mean, if your Call game Duty, goes you can from... finally run at 1080 for realsies now. Yeah, yeah if you run yeah, at 1080 yeah. 60 versus 1080 30 or something, that's really good. Um, I was about to say, yeah, is the frame, when you talked about performance, is the frame rate thing actually one of the markers, right, that you can't 
what they're saying is you can't have a lower frame rate in the faster, in the more powerful mode. Oh, the in the more powerful mode, mode right? Yeah. So you can still have a thirty to sixty jump, like go to sixty if you're. Yeah, you can go up, but you can't go down. So you can't like layer on the effects and then end up with a lower frame rate with a worse game. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's the idea. But yeah, that makes, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, that would be really bad if that was true. Anyway, well, but, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah. So that's, that's interesting. Just, that's really interesting. I think it's kind well, of well. It's good for me because you know I was wait. I was effectively waiting for Uncharted Four before thinking right. about getting involved yeah, with PS4. And it's like, well, now I'll get a Neo. And it's really um, going to stand out. The it's ma- it's really going to make their game stand out from the Xbox One. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because I think the fact that the PS4 is slightly more powerful, and that has been borne out in all the cross-platform titles, I think that has made a difference in the sales. And the and you know this generation, like because people just know that the PS4 is just that bit faster. I think it. Has oh, and to... the, and the and the Xbone still has to the less well informed person got all of those horrible messaging nightmares from its launch. You know? Oh, I know that they, they screwed well, that up. Yeah, and but... that, and that's just that's just lodged in people's head in the mainstream's yeah. heads, right? If you if that's you true. if you heard any inkling of what was going on with xbox yeah like you know what filtered through to the normal normal people i suppose yeah. um that's going to stick with you right and you're going to write off this entire generation until microsoft do something else um, well which maybe. you know they might they might you know they're still they're still you know xbox one and a bit is still on the cards I guess they could respond in kind, yeah, and maybe they could fix some of the. But that would be a shame. I, 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 I yeah, don't know. given given that uh, Microsoft might, I reckon Microsoft, if they're going to do it, they'll probably go. They'll probably leave it a bit longer and then mm. do a full console update, right? Yeah, making the next console fully backwards compatible. That yeah, that would make sense. That is uh, what I think they will do. Call it yeah. Xbox Two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right, Xbox 361, yo. Xbox Full Circle. Oh, but that's what 360. Oh, yeah, I don't know. We already discussed this. Yeah, we did. Like Xbox 720. Yeah, Xbox, no, yeah, it's not going to be that. No, next box. Please just call it the next box. Just the no. next box. Xbox Next. That's what I thought. Yeah. There you go. And then people call it Next Box for short. But then it'll be Xboxing. Cool. Xboxing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, we got more missed news. Uh, rock, the Rock Band Four PC Fig campaign only got halfway to its goal. So Fail. Yeah, no, that's not happening. Uh, and also, some Gears Four stuff came out. Um, in that you're no longer Marcus Phoenix; you are Marcus Phoenix's son. Well, we already know you we, weren't Marcus Phoenix. Yeah. they showed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They showed you. Well, they showed well, you. I guess playing it could have been like, oh no, it could be some bit where you weren't him because he. Uh, you know, it looks a lot like a Gears game, which I don't know how I feel about anymore. Having been quite big fans of them when they first came out, like I don't know, do I want another Gears game just as it was? I'm not sure I do. Or do you want to continue the story? Because apparently, if this well, happens it, after Gears the, of War, because it's his son, the story was never. <laughs> it's like, well, where does that story even go at that point? Well, the story was never Gears's high point, right? They kind no, of, they kind of like, screwed it up after the first one. The first one had was almost perfect, and it's like. Lack of storytelling. Well, like, well, then it was like unsatisfying because like nothing well, really resolved care. or anything. No, it, it, what it, story there was? See, I didn't have that problem with the first game. I thought it was like it's just 
a couple of days in the lives of these four dudes. And I kind of liked that approach, right? This is just what's going on in the war. This isn't some, I'm for once, I'm not the, the, Except you were. You kind of, you ended up, <laughs> you sort of did, but it wasn't like the big You had deal. to come and rescue out of prison, specifically you, because you were needed, because you were the only person who could do it. Sort of. <laughs> well, it's because most of, like, the soldiers are kind of dead at this point, and they're really desperate. And he was related to the scientist who knew all the information that was the vital component to make the bomb. <laughs> but that that's not part of the first game very much. <laughs> That's that is incredibly sidelined in the first game, other than the fact you go back to Phoenix Manor. Yes, but it, it did sort of feel like this is just happening more than most games do. Yeah, because like, well, you didn't really spend much. Well, I guess because of the way they did it, you didn't spend much time thinking about the story because the only time there was story happening was when you were walking really slowly between two places and it never mm. cut you out of anything. There was very rarely actual cutscenes that were you know. Oh, it never, yeah. it never cut away from what you guys were experiencing. Yeah. Which is great. I love that. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, no, Gears, I think, as a, you know. But yeah. They were, they were good games. They were good games. Some of the story beats in the second game are especially great um, in places. Not the main story, just the weird side stuff is, is like Dom's wife and all that stuff. I loved that. It's a bit ham-fisted, yeah. but it's pretty great that it's there. But then um, what was like... Didn't, I mean... Did they finish the fight in free, really? Yeah, well, kind of, yeah. yeah. It's, impli- it's implied that it's done. Um, but I guess it's not done. Well, um, it's, like, it's never done. I guess you don't know what the fuck those monsters in Gears of War 4 are, but they do look quite lavendy. Yeah. So here's my problem. But uh, if, if we're Marcus Phoenix's son, this is going to be a big old retread of the first game, isn't it? Like the, the whole first trilogy again. Like, we're going <laughs> You're to have to go to Marcus's house yeah. and find his science. Yeah, it's going, to, it's going to be something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but not Marcus's science, maybe. Like maybe we'll have like a golden gear somewhere that you need to recover, and it's like this gear has well, been his, a machine that his, his dad made. Gun. <laughs> yeah, his specific gun has <laughs> only his gun has the power. <laughs> He's the only one left with a chainsaw. Yep. <laughs> it's the only lancer in existence. Oh boy, I I kind of hope that's good, but I'm not hope right now. No. Definitely no hope. Um, and that's all by missed news. Uh, you got where did you want to go, Dan? With your because you had a plan. Current news. Uh, current news or missed news or I don't think I've got any more um, on the list. Oh right, um, you're actually right. Okay, let's go on with my current news then. Yeah. Uh, Titanfall Two had a teaser trailer. Mechs have swords. Oh yeah, it did. Yeah, mm. not much info. Really, we don't really learn anything other than mechs have swords now. The question is, like, what even is that exactly? Because anime. Because like, like, technically, all the mechs in Titanfall could have had swords just in their other hand, all at all times. Because they punch with that's, their other hand, like <laughs> all the true. time. But they, like, <laughs> they, they make it so their guns are like. Two-handed, don't they? They they walk holding, most of them, yeah, holding the guns like shotguns. But it's not like you couldn't just have like a blade attached to the back of your hand, like a like an assassin blade, always that just comes out when you need to punch. But yeah, they're robots. <laughs> the, the, the blade can come out of anywhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so having an individual sword, it's like, is it actually a class as a different weapon, or is that just a fancy melee attachment or something? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Um, at this point, it's and honestly unfair. like, would you even want a melee? A pure me- like if you had a Titan but you had no gun and it was pure melee, would that actually be good? Because the whole point of Titans was they were like giants and slow. 
It's like the dudes were running around really fast, and then you could stab people and break necks. But then when you got the tide, it was like, now I'm heavily armoured, and I have a gun, and I can shoot things really far away if I want, or you close can, up. You could still pretty much move as fast as pilots. You could, but you like... Just, you just weren't as manoeuvrable. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what? what is the point of the Titan melee version, unless it's going to be some bullshit, punch, like... You punch dudes on the floor, like always was. You could punch dudes on the floor, couldn't you, and be like, <laughs> You could, but that's not like that's where you could already do that. Yeah. And it's still much more efficient to shoot them, especially when it's <laughs> tiny dudes, yeah. they're well hard to hit anyway. <laughs> well, it did sort of lock on when you pressed yeah, the melee so. button. Like, it, it would sometimes help you out with that, which was immensely satisfying if you punched a pilot out of the air. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that's just cool. Yeah, I don't think melee titans is, unless, unless they're going to do something really ridiculous. Like, like, actually make a like maybe even a specific Titan frame that's a melee Titan frame, which is like more maneuverable than what normal Titans. Mm. But then it's like, why do you even have pilots at that point? <laughs> Just be in the mix all the time. I, I could be. I gotta admit, at this point, I'm thinking I could be up for some more Titanfall. Well, yeah. But it has to be bigger. It has to be better, and it has to be longer lasting. Yep. Um. All of the things EA aren't known for in their multiplayer games of recently, no. with the possible exception of Plants vs. Zombies. I mean, this is so. their, um, you know, their one that even slightly worked. Not, not nothing against Plants vs. Zombies because that's kind of for a bit more. It's sort of doing well on its own, or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, this like Medal of Honor and shit all was a disaster or whatever. They yeah. never had anything to compete with Call of Duty. Then they managed to get the actual Call of Duty devs that <laughs> make a game, yeah. and it was in this, you know, this sci-fi style, which seems to be the way that these things are going. Um, but it, it was just good, was a bit, but didn't get its hooks in. It was, yeah, it was a bit too flimsy, wasn't it? But I so this... they, it would, it would behoove them to like, you know, invest in yeah. this and like actually. It was ambitious, yeah. but I don't actually know what they would. I'm interested to see what they're doing to it to make it more. Because uh, they must know, right? They must know that it's like, oh, okay, we didn't have the staying power here. We're going to have to do something different. Um, like, you know, how do they balance that? Do they get rid of their whole, like, AI troops on the ground thing? Do they... No. Yeah, no. <laughs> There's that, that the, the, the thing, but they do actually... They do need Every to... Every game's a moment now anyway, so they, that's like, they were ahead of the curve. <laughs> well, except they weren't, because it wasn't... That game was never a MOBA. Like, it basically was. You, you just shot like, the dudes to power up your powers. Yeah, exactly. And get your Titan faster. It's just the same as shooting a tower to get, oh, no, to get yeah, rid yeah, of it yeah. out of the way. It's just like it's a defensive versus an offensive bonus. I, I don't agree with that, but I think if they put full MOBA mechanics in some way, in like a Monday Night Combat style gameplay into Titanfall, that could be really great. Could I, I don't actually remember in Titanfall, because I mean, this is something that theoretically never ever happened in Titanfall but could the AI actually capture a base if you left them alone no, long enough because no. they could go in and they'd yeah, they sit would, at the screen no, no, and shit. Only, only pilots could do it only pilots could do it but they'd totally try they'd sit at the computers for yeah. no apparent reason and type <laughs> I think if you wanted to capture a base you had to take out all of the AI troops that were in the area well the enemies sure but I think only the pilots could actually perform a cap So I think if your troops managed to storm a base on their own, I don't think it did anything. Because that would, you know, you could do that, but it would be totally pointless because it never happens. I think there's stuff you could do with them, but it's, it's almost like there wasn't enough of them for them to make an impact anywhere, right? They were never a threat. Well, the levels were too small was the, the sort of the, the big problem. So there was never enough space to have that many people. 
I guess. <laughs> yeah, either way, I'm really interested to see what they do with it. Um, and let's hope it doesn't require like 60 gigs of uncompressed sound files. Surely will. Oh man, that was a bit, bit of a problem with the PC version. It will probably be even bigger. Yeah. Because every game is 50 gigs now, just to start with. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But it's just the fact that that was big just because of the sound. Like, that was it. It was the majority of the PC install is sound files. It's crazy. Uh, anyway, Titanfall 2. Let's see what happens. Uh, actually, we should have talked about this at the time. I should have segued to it nicely. Um, have you heard about this Lensley, B- Lensley, Leslie Benzies chap from Rockstar? No. Oh, yeah, sort of, but I don't really care. He, yeah, he was a <laughs> development and creative lead, I think, on Red Dead Redemption and GTA V and uh, went on sabbatical because I think things got to him um, after GTA V was launched. Um, and he's being, instead of, they're not letting him back. They basically say, hello, guy, I- I'm back. I- I've sorted myself out now. Can I come back to work? Where sabbatical's over. And they're like, no, fuck off. Um, He's like, right, while I was still employed, can I have my money, please, that you owe me, like, for, for the work I should be doing? It's like, which comes to, like, 150 million or something ridiculous? Right. Um, uh, yeah, and this this could be, it's unknown whether his sabbatical was actually something he could legally take, but at the moment, it sounds like Rockstar and the Hauser brothers in particular are being kind of asses towards this guy. Probably. Um, it's hard to know these things. I mean, it's not like this guy is like beloved, you know, known and beloved in oh, the same way that Marty quite... O'Donnell is. Apparently, this is the guy that managed to make Red Dead Redemption happen. As well, in, then. he was brought in to solve solve the problem that was RDR's awesome. extremely difficult dev cycle. Apparently, right? He brought it in, sorted it out, solved and it. we got right. that game. That's brilliant. Because yeah, okay. Well, I hope it so. Works, he's kind so. of a big deal. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, I mean, if you can. Make because you know, I mean, I heard that one the reason that that there's no Red Dead Redemption PC version version even after all this time is because apparently technically it's a complete clusterfuck inside yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, it works, but yeah. So um, it might explain why there were so many glitches on the PlayStation version. <laughs> maybe, but they were funny. <laughs> <laughs> they were very very funny. Yeah, um, some of the best glitches ever in that yeah. game. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so there's that going on. I don't want to get and Rockstar famously but... saved L.A. Noir as well, didn't they? So I don't know if they were yes, yeah, involved yeah. in that because that was apparently I... a disaster zone. I, yeah, I don't know if that, that's probably not his gig, but that was no. more to do with Team Bondi being a terribly managed thing than yeah. than and Rockstar just saved it, but then not enough apparently. But, well, it, it was an all right game. It was, it was an all right game. Yeah, not enough to save Team Bondi, but no, no. Uh, so we talked about Evolution Studios shutting down. You know the makers of Drive Club and Motorstorm. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Apparently, Codemasters basically just turned around and said, "Do you guys want a job?" Yeah, come work to for us. All of them. Yeah. Well, and that's probably not. Yeah, a, yeah, the vast majority of them basically turned around and said, "Yeah, all right." Totally. Yeah. So well, they started making money again, haven't they, Codemasters? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So Codemasters have a have a, an entirely new team. Um, that they've said is basically going to fun- going to work on brand new IP. Um, cool. 
and they know what they're that's, doing in terms of That's a hell of a move, games, man, to so. buy an entire dev team like what that. What new IP are they even going to work on, though? Who, who knows? Because <laughs> it's, it's like, it's How going past the so It's like, oh, let's just have another driving game with a different name for <laughs> a different part of Kodar's. Car Thunder or, or, or Automobile Party. Oh, Micro Machines, obviously. <laughs> that's not new. That's not new, yeah. Dormant that's idea. not new, I... There's a new sort of indie Tiny micro machines this game, yeah. Have you seen this? No? Yeah, there's a kind Always of... Always a new micro oh, machines game. They're all crap. Yeah, there's been a few over the I years. I can't remember. But, yeah. There's a recent one that looked, that looked well, it didn't look great, but, you know, it looked like a thing. I think we talked about one like six months ago. Yeah, we ago. talked about probably more than one. Yeah. I can think of probably two because there was the one with where it's the tiny dudes as well because that made a comeback for a moment. Oh, did it? After the original... Micromaniacs, which was actually Kovars, and there's yeah. like a new one of those oh, where someone tried to remake that. It's like, no, that that was done at the time. It's still done, and this game isn't actually good enough to make it matter that it's done. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, I know, I'm assuming we're excluding speedrunners from this, or like the Gianna <laughs> well, sisters' not, take on it. And that's then, not the same thing. No. That's, so this one is called Two D Micromachines. That's platforming. Yeah, this, one micro is, this one is called Tabletop Racing. Oh, you know, we have talked about that before. Oh, we have. Okay. Well, that's, that sounds familiar. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's just a generic It's quite a generic name, yeah. Tabletop Racing Zero World like Tour. Yeah. Uh, maybe not the World Tour version. From Wipeout no. co-creator Nick Burkham. Mm. I was thinking about Formula Fusion again the other day. Yeah. Like, because I keep looking at it. That grip I've got my eye on. Yeah, sure. For future racing games. Um, uh, I'm a bit worried about Formula Fusion. I don't know. They, they're claiming they're going to come out middle of August. But as far as I can tell, the early access version only has two tracks yep, at the moment. Nothing. And they're still tweaking them as they go. There's something a bit soulless about that thing right now. Um, whereas Grip seems to be moving along quite like they're, they're posting regular updates all the time. Like Apparently, they just had a complete physics overhaul. Like, well, yeah, but the trouble with Grip is that it's... Maybe a bit too close of a sequel to Roll Cage in that it's still ridiculously like, like not good enough. <laughs> it's know. like it's ridiculous and sort of cool, but like barely playable and like doesn't look that great. It's like it's got that B tierness to it that makes it. Yeah. It's like it's a cool throwback, but <laughs> can it survive yeah. in this market? I kind of dig that. <laughs> I kind of dig that B tieriness of it. Tabletop racing like, looks a little more like Revolt than Micro Machines, I think. Well, maybe that's not what I was thinking of then. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, it can't be tabletop if it's Revolt. That would be too big. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So Revolt is the one where like, they should start making games like that again, even though everyone did for quite a while. <laughs> well, like just a straight up racing the game, RC... physics-based racing game. But... Yeah, it's the RC scale mm. that has opportunities. You just want tank race or whatever. <laughs> Well, sure, new tank I... racer, that would be funny as well. <laughs> it would be, would be funny, but that game wasn't great. It was okay. <laughs> That's the whole point. Apart, the best thing that game had for going for it was when you unlocked human sound mode. Yep, definitely. <laughs> Boom. I wish I knew where, where that disc was. I lost that ages ago. Oh, did you? And I was like, oh, I'm going to play tank racer again because I... Bet I can't get another copy of it. Bet you can't. I bet that's quite hard to find <laughs> yeah. any kind of download version of it. No torrents available. Like, yeah, for legitimate owners. I bet, owners. That's, I bet that's tricky. Uh, what else we got? Um, beaters happened. 
Um, did the Doom multiplayer beta occurred? And um, no one likes it. No, it's not Doom. Is is the biggest complaint? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, um, it's multiplayer, which is one of the parts of it not being Doom. Yeah, and that it feels a bit too generic. Like they've taken Halo and mixed it with a bit of COD, and it's somewhere in the middle, and therefore no one cares. Who cares about multiplayer in Doom anyway? Really. <laughs> invented it <laughs> yeah that doesn't mean it's good basically what they're saying is that like like people are a little bit disappointed that it's not an arena shooter is effectively what they're saying like i guess like like was this going to be the return of quake you know quake multiplayer but well, that's what i'm really clearly not no arena shooters just not setting the world on fire um equally battleborn beat had a beta to which everyone walked away going it's not bad but it's not good either it seems to have no reason to exist yeah. which is quite damning what about that other one the even less oh god battle battle cry we haven't seen since e3 last year where it looks like garbage yeah. um i don't care about any of it. it's like i don't even care about overwatch it's just really? like, I, 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 I kind of going like down this list i care even less about each of them i'm i'm quite <laughs> I'm pretty desperate to play Overwatch before I form an opinion on Why it. Why don't you want like, to try I, it? I, I look, yeah, yeah I, I kind of like everything that it's doing. I don't think it's actually going to be that, you know. Everyone thinks it's, everyone's too hype about how, like, oh, it's this amazing looking thing and it's like... Well, they've been running a closed beta for a really long time. That too. That and, I've heard, and I've heard nothing but good things come out of it. It's just like it's just another one of those games, and it's not actually going to last because you know yep. they never do. But it's Blizzard. That doesn't mean anything. Blizzard really? Are, Blizzard are only good at making incredibly long-lasting MMOs. I <laughs> don't know. It. People still play no, Diablo Star- three. Starcraft two is still a big deal. Yeah, Starcraft two is a big deal. Starcraft uh, two isn't a big deal. It's, it's like the first third deal. of it was a big deal, and then it was like no one gave a shit about the second two thirds. It's still a massive deal, man. I don't know how you can say that. It's not I as think, big as MOBAs they, are, sure, but it's still pretty big. Not much of their stuff, like, just... They, they have more longevity, those games, than, than most. Blizzard games yeah, in oh, general. Yeah, yeah. Not just World yeah, of Warcraft. Like, Hearthstone is an eSport. They, yeah. they, they make, like, stuff that's consistently good, but it's yeah. just like, I don't think... I, you know, and it has a long tail, but I don't think everyone... Everyone who's, like, so incredibly hyped about it it's just like that's just because it's blizzard and that's not a good enough reason to be hyped about things i personally don't have an affinity for blizzard right i'm not Me a either, fan yeah. of their games right um like most of them but but i can say that about <laughs> rockstar to some degree right i'm not a rockstar fan but i have a deep respect and appreciation for what they do with those things just because i don't like them doesn't mean i can't understand that they're fantastic products Overwatch to me might be my in, right? That might be that one. St- it, oh, it, mm. and also the other because I haven't stuck with Hearthstone. I, I, like I, I like what it does. Don't again. I like what it does, and it's like it may be the best form of a computer-based magic-style game there's ever been. But at the same time, it didn't get my hook. It didn't get its hooks in me again. And yeah, that is the risk with Overwatch that I'll have that exact same problem. Well, I think, but I think because it's more like TF2 than anything they've ever made. I, that might be less of a problem. Well, I think the problem with Overwatch is that we don't know anything about the structure of the product. 
Like we don't really we sort of do. like we know what the game is more or less, but yeah. we don't really know the how this is. Is it going to be like we, stupid we, free rotation characters? No, or is no, it going to be no, DLC, we, or we, is it going to be the Team Fortress method of we just sell cosmetic crap? They have said that it's going to be a retail release, as in it's not going yeah, to be a free to play. <laughs> well, it, mean, it means that you're going to have to put down bones to get in the game. That doesn't mean it's not going to have exactly the free to play model though, because when people have done that before, no, so the game that's a I, price at the start. I imagine it will follow a model a bit like fighting games do in that you will pay your 60 bones up front or whatever and you'll get a pretty large chunk of say season one or if not the entirety of season one's content then as they add stuff over time whatever they add might be on this free rotation list or whatever because like, see that just runs into the same problem that, that like super monday night combat had where it's just like you can't you can't rotate things in and out you, the larger the roster is, the worse it gets. It only works in Dota because it's like everything, everything there is so incredibly weirdly specific. Like each individual character is so incredibly different somehow, mm. and yet they've still managed to keep maintain it where it's like it all consistently works together. And that's like apparently the hardest thing ever. That was the whole Ice Frog situation where it's like we have, literally have to hire the one guy who knows how this works pretty much. <laughs> yeah, who has the mental map? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to admit that I don't know. You played. You've been playing TF2 for so long, and I know it, they're comparable, aren't they, to some extent? Um, Very, yeah. But it's a bit long in the tooth now, isn't it? TF2. It's got so much piled onto it. Not that it's not still good, but it's nice to have a bit of competition from. It's, and it, if anyone's going to do it's it, lost, it's lost its draw with me now. Like well, I don't just because of Rocket League. Pretty much. Not, yeah, <laughs> not, pretty because, much. Of it, Rocket, not because TF2 is bad. If Rocket League, it's yeah, Rocket bad. League can. Yeah, Rocket League has definitely like just usurped TF2 in like I need a game to well, play it, online. It's, it's, it's going to be that. It's covered the convenience aspect that TF2 used to have. It was like mm. TF2, you could just launch and go in, and you'd be in a server in like two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's Rocket League feels that not. Yeah, you need that. Yeah, and and in almost smaller and in smaller chunks too. Well, theoretically, right. except not really. Well, like in five, TF2, five you don't goes. notice that it's a half-hour round that you've just played, whereas mm. in Rocket League, you play six games and you don't notice you've played six games. So it's functionally equivalently the same amount of time. <laughs> I reckon Overwatch will have that smoothness of, of your right in there instantly. Uh, and it has got a much bigger player roster. It has got a much bigger role roster at the start as well than TF. It's like it's, there's way more than nine classes. Do you want that though? Because the whole point of TF2 having nine was like there's... they've managed to actually make nine classes that work and are precisely balanced. So I can see what they're trying to do. What they're trying to do is to add a bit of MOBA to it in that the class, you know, you played a bit of Monday Night Combat. In actual fact, if you just had like one of every class, you'd probably do all right. Yeah. Whereas in this case, they're they're making the character selection. Um, actually, no, that's a lie. Sorry, I need to I need to back off on myself a little bit there because you can change character every time you die in Overwatch. Like, there's no sure. pick and stick. It's like TF2 in that you can swap. Yeah, you, you can want. swap in TF2. And yeah. so, what they're trying to do is create a more complex um, landscape on which character selection when you respawn is critical to success. It doesn't. It's, doesn't that in itself like? Potentially, depending on how large the teams are, that in itself is like a, a whole other problem. Where it's like, it is a whole other problem. Don't get me wrong; that is a balanced nightmare, right? It's waiting to happen. Where right? it's like, yeah, oh, but... one guy on the enemy chain, chain team change, so someone on our team better change. But whoops, two of our people change, and then one of them has to change back, and then it's like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, who knows? What I mean, it's probably being. I, it's one of those things that for casual users, maybe that's going to suck. But for pros, that's probably going to be great. Um. It also doesn't 
I mean, this is just a dumb thing that I thought of for that specific situation, but that doesn't lend itself well to esports. You need to have commitment no, to characters to be able right. to watch a thing happen. Because it's hard enough to know who you're even watching when you're watching like a first-person game. It's like, who am I even, whose gun is that? Yeah. Yeah, you might be right. You might be right. That might be probably. I mean, I, they probably don't care, but I, that was just something that came to mind about having constantly changing characters. Yeah. Because even in, like, that's the whole... Well, that's why... I guess that's not why Team Fortress 2 became a six-on-six and you always had two scouts and one soldier. <laughs> like, that wasn't because of esports. That's just how that works. But it's sure convenient for esports. <laughs> yes. When you can fix yourself in a role. Yeah. I... Right. All this talk aside, I hope that game's good. Like, no one was... Yeah, I'm sure it'll be good. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, in, I'm intrigued. If only if I can play as Winston. Uh, you're, see, there you cool. go, you've done it again. The, the same, problem, the same problem cool. that Super Monday Night Combat had, because they had their gorilla in a suit, didn't they? I don't even remember that. Yep, there you go. Well, the problem <laughs> yeah, is you can't help playing as a gorilla. It's just because Winston reminds me of Beast, I think, and I quite like Beast as a character from X-Men. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, um, uh, I, I really don't remember Gorilla Guy from Super Monday Night Combat. Only, I'm pretty sure it was a gorilla. It was some I, kind of animal. Dude. I only ever played as the rocket launcher girl on roller skates. Sure. Because I kicked ass for the brief amount of time I played Super Mario Combat as her. It was fucking Pit Girl, wasn't it? Because they just brought that over. Oh, no, no, no. It wasn't, it wasn't her. She, she was a character as well, but it wasn't, it wasn't her. I thought it was. Or, or Pit Girl was the same class or something. They were very oh, similar. maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. Because it was like, oh, who, what character should we bring back from the original? Obviously, this completely irrelevant side character only appears like in a cutscene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what a bummer Super Mario Night Combat is. Yep. yep. Um, two more little bits, which I'm sure you don't care, neither of you will care about. Um, uh, Alex really selling and, it. <laughs> yeah. Alex and John. He's one of the. Cr- Creators of DirectX, um, so a smart cookie, okay, um, kind of responsible for probably a great deal of the games that we play, and like indirectly because of it. Um, yeah, he's joined the, the the Peter Molyneux school of crunch, like, and is a complete nut job about it, and has posted some stuff online that is like. People are flipping their shit over because he's basically saying, "Yeah, you want to crunch these people?" Because he's, he's effectively saying that unless you're coding for the joy of it, as in you're the type of person who would code for zero money, and he actually says that um, you should not be a game developer. Like you should be doing this like for your life. You need to be like Zen mastering this shit, otherwise, get out of the game. And it's like whatever. Fuck you. You're an yeah. asshole. Pretty much. Like you're worse than Molyneux in this case. <laughs> yeah. Boy. Yeah. I don't so think he'd happens. do his job for no money. No. Absolute arsehole. I mean he goes around like giving presentations that have now leaked and like the, the, the slides and stuff for have now now made their way online. Just what kind of an idiot he's going around talking about. It's like, oh you don't want to hire hire wage slaves, as he calls them. You need to hire guys that are uh you know, just just will do anything for the for the for the for the trade for the passion, and all, uh, all that stuff, and wow. then uh, yeah, has some very dubious 
slides about lady coders. Like, you must hire lady coders. They're amazing. Which is great, but then, like, because but he's pigeonholing them for all the wrong reasons. Uh, yeah, go check that stuff out if you want to I get think, angry. Um, not to generalize, but I think women are even less likely to, to you know, work all the hours God sends for, you know, without good pay and, you know, <laughs> all of that uh, shit. Less likely wrong, to deal said, with that crap. <laughs> yeah, don't get me wrong, he says some good things about them, like, in the, you know, in, in, but again, in the sort of, playing the sort of, uh, I, I guess you'd call it sexist, but is it anti-sex, whatever, feminist sort of way, in that, like, uh, yeah, because lady coders are way better communicators than man coders, and of course, you know, the the man internet got angry at that and stuff. The internet. <laughs> The Mantanet, yes. Uh, yeah, boy, if you, if you want to scratch your head and be utterly confused for a bit, go check out some of his stuff. It's nuts. Mm. It's nuts. Um, and finally, MGS is back, yo. And it's the first Metal Gear Solid is back and it's trying to sell you a full focus. Oh, I saw that. That was actually really funny and great. <laughs> it's, actually, it's, actually, it's actually not bad. That's a great <laughs> advert. I like. I hate yeah. adverts, but that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really dumb, but boy, does it, capture, it, it captures the exact type of dumb that was, Metal Gear is. It's so good, and you wonder how such a big company like Ford could be appealing to such a quite weird niche audience. I mean, I know it's that was a big game. It's incredibly niche advert, but yeah. isn't it? I mean, obviously, lots like, of people played Metal Gear Solid on the PlayStation, but that's a long time ago. It's not like doing Pokemon or something, which is carried on in the same. I don't know. It's yeah, it's a weird it's the, niche advert. But and that's they, why it's so. But good, they even got probably. the original voice actors back. Yeah, to do it. it's, it's like David it's David Hayter, Hayter doing yeah. Snake again, and it's which is great. And yeah, it was really really cool. Was it like like thirty an EPA rated thirty six mile per gallon? <laughs> this is just an internet advert. Right? D. This. Yeah. <laughs> I love the high D joke. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, man, it's it's so it's so dumb. But man, I'm, I'm, like it made Jim Sterling's fuck Konami news. But to be honest, I'm sitting here going, actually, you know what? Fair play. That's actually a pretty no. Good, it was good, awesome. Good use of your license. I don't know. It's just like maybe they just could have sold something a bit better than a Ford Focus. I don't know. But <laughs> well, it's like they've still got the Metal Gear license and then then like now comes the whoring it out part. I guess. Well, Konami aren't going to do anything <laughs> yeah, else exactly. about They're it. They're not so. going to make a game. No. So now they've got the... Apparently they've decided not to go straight to pachinko machines at least. So that's oh, something. no, no, no. Big Boss is coming. <laughs> well, yes. But yeah, there's a pachinko machine called Big Boss. <laughs> it wasn't like... Was that... I guess that probably was in the work before Metal Gear 5 yeah. probably even came out. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> I'd, I'd play a Metal Gear Solid pinball machine. That'd be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, Damn so, right. Psycho Mantis bonus and stuff. Where it oh, you're men. They could do cool kinds yeah. of shit with magnets. <laughs> yeah, Psycho Mantis. It would be cool. Yeah, oh, man, it would have ass. some kind of weird meta thing. Like, I don't know. You know, in like the controller port. It would make stuff. your flippers control on their own and stuff like that. It'd be like, I've got yeah. control. <laughs> You'd yeah. have to like, there'd have to be like some kind of, I don't know how you could do it, do something meta on a pinball table like the controller thing, but it'd just be like, you'd have to have like a hidden button somewhere on the table where it's like, you only know about it if you read this specific bit of table art and work out that there's a button hidden underneath it at the back. Or, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. or maybe you have to, maybe you have to intentionally activate the tilt sensor at some point. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. That, that would be pretty dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, that would be pretty fun. I, that, I reckon, I'd, yeah, you're probably right. That would make a kick-ass football table. <laughs> anyway. Cool. That's news, I reckon. Yeah, I'm it's done. time for what you've been playing. Who's going first this week? Well, shall I carry on talking about Metal Gear briefly? Because that's all I've really Yeah, go for, it. go for it. Uh, yeah, so like I say, I'm not actually that far through. God damn, I feel like I've played a lot of Metal Gear. I think I'm... I'm definitely wasting my fuel resources. I'm really shit because you, 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 because I, I always fuel have loads. Is a tricky one. I have tons of GMP, but what you were saying is like, oh, I, I, I always feeling the deployment costs, so I'm always trying to like travel across the world. And I was just taking a helicopter everywhere, like it was my personal taxi, um, and and not noticing the deployment costs or whatever at all. Um, no, but, I mean I really shouldn't have cared about GMP. There was that no. I, I never had a I never had a problem. But with it, but it yeah. does use other fuel. than for research, yeah. right? So flying a oh, helicopter yeah, yeah. around uses fuel, and I need the fuel to upgrade my base, and I can't even upgrade the blooming um, base development platform, which which processes more fuel resources, because I haven't got enough goddamn fuel. So anytime I find one of those, and you only get little crates of them if you're lucky in some tents or whatever, you know that have like two hundred. Well, unless you've got the um, um, the the ability to fulton the giant containers. Well, I can do that now, but the trouble is that that is unprocessed. I think fuel. So you then uh, it need varies. I think I think there are some that are processed and some that are unprocessed. Oh, really? I need to go around Fulton and containers all the, the time now. I think it might depend on the color of the container. I'm not sure. Right. I think like yeah. one one color is processed and one color isn't. I'm I, I'm not 100 percent on that because there's one but side. I ended up, I ended up Fultoning can... the shit out of them anyway. Yeah, totally. And there's a side up um, you get at the start of Africa, which you can play over and over, which is for getting containers or whatever so i might have to just go and farm that that side op for a bit just so i can get some bloody fuel because i can't upgrade my base without fuel and every time i fly somewhere i'm using it <laughs> i think mm. which is a bit crappy um it's annoying because i've got plenty of gmp and i don't you know um but that's what i need in order to get you know i can't i've maxed out the population of my r&d platform and all that shit and i can't upgrade it without the those resources and there's no like market where you can you'd think you could spend money on fuel like it was a real world but you can't can you mm. there's no way to like trade no yeah um, no you can't you can't resource trade you have to just get it you have to just get it all of your resources are thieved so that's kind of my issue at the moment in terms of actual ba- development or base development or whatever or actually unlocking stuff but the, the fact is i don't i i after i accepted all those rewards like and like i told you last time i got a bunch of stuff and i'm pretty happy with like the sneaking suit and the and especially the best upgrade i ever got was the blooming f- fast crawling fast yeah prone. I, still, I still don't don't remember getting that I've, I've it's an upgrade for your now, arm for like, your prosthetic yeah. arm it's it's an mm. arm upgrade anyway yeah, it's because it. because if you're prone it's quite hard for them to see you even in daylight especially if you're in um undergrowth or something i mean i'm still not sure whether because the sneaking suit is ridiculously powerful in terms of you can walk at full speed in a crouch up to someone and they won't hear you coming um, yeah, which is great. Which is insanely good. Um, but I think probably I've, you have. I felt the camo difference was massive for me. Like oh, was it? just okay. not using the sneaking suit and using like the actual normal the forest one or suits was my preference. Like, I would right. much rather not get seen and creep up really slowly on a guy if I had to than right. than being able to move around quicker. Yeah, maybe but, I should. Just, I can't decide whether to switch back because I think I think the sneaking suit camo is 
fine at night, probably. Oh, yeah, it's brilliant at night, yeah. And then during the day, it's not so good. I think that's probably the main disadvantage. Yeah. Um, Well, I found myself at places where, like, there were moments where it's like, right, I need to get across to the other side of this road. But yeah. There's dudes everywhere. Yeah. Um, how on earth am I going to do this? Um, and basically just taking the approach where, well, if I'm wearing the right camo, you can just kind of crawl across the road and no one yeah. notices. Yeah. Um, but if I tried doing that in the sneaking suit, then I would get spot. Right. That's what I need to work um, out is like, um, can you change? You can't really change once you've deployed, can you? Um, you, you can't, can like, get... request a drop. Can you drop to new change clothes? To, you can. Yeah, you can drop drop a uniform. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I've done that before. It's a ridiculous game. It's so good (laughs) and it's so weird. (laughs) Anyway, um, if you want to know where I am in the story, I'm only I'm only as far as like um, seeing the Burning Man again from the second time since the intro, whatever. Do Do you know where that is? Oh, right, the Man on Fire. Yeah, Man on Fire. So the bit of the water tower. Yeah, the charged soldiers and stuff. Right. Yeah. 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 So I'm getting there. Yeah, um, still quite a bit to go then. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's going to take a while. You um, haven't encountered Walbachia? Uh, no. No? Okay, right, fine. <laughs> it, gets, it gets weirder from there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's already pretty weird. It's going to get weirder. Um, yeah. I don't know. I. It's just like, I feel like there's so many decisions made in the development of that game that no Western developer would ever make. And then, you know, some of them must have nope. cost a fortune. And it's just mm, so bizarre and so good. <laughs> it's weird. Anyway. It is it is unique beyond words. That's yeah. that, that much is true. Yeah. I, you just kind cool. of wish it was finished, right? I suppose. But, I mean, I, I'm not to know yet. At the point you're at, it's fine. Yeah, yeah exactly. At the point you're at, it's fine. Well, to be honest, I've got so much good enjoyment out of it. Of, of such, you know, and I feel like if you played it for like 80 hours, that's a pretty solid... Game, I still don't you know, know how that happened. Well, the like, my... more I thought about it, it's just like, how did I put that much time into it? That's, that's so unlike me. I have to admit, though, that, that like, um, it still does annoy me that, like, you know, I like taking my time over the stealth and the amount of, of main missions that have some kind of time element to them. Mm. And they're yeah, always really tight. Like, like yeah. often there'll be something like... Uh, there's a timer you're not aware of that's happening in the background and then and then you get a call over the right ra- so so you're like you're sneaking out of there like for example I, the, there was one recently where i was sneaking out of a cave with a bunch of child soldiers that i'm rescuing right you know that the, that, the worst yeah and then and then so you've got you you're sneaking out and you're taking care of the bad guys on your escape route you know methodically and uh getting them to come with you and then there's just a random timer in the background that you're not aware of where they're like They've noticed that they're missing, and now they're coming after you from behind or whatever. And it's like, yeah. well, now I know there's a timer there. I can try and hurry up if I have to replay this. Um, yeah, that mission was that mission was horrible. I really didn't enjoy that, mainly because like the kid control is terrible. Yeah, the kid they, control they'll, is sort of, they'll sort of just ignore you. Yeah, like, they got sometimes. stuck at one point. Um, yeah, and I had to like. I, uh, I just ended up in, in a massive firefight, you know, just like waiting for the guys behind me to catch up so I could mow them down. You know? Well, I'm still was... doing everything non-lethal, so yeah. Um, so I, 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 I was racing forward and tranking everyone I possibly could. And um, um, I wasn't going for melee because I might as well just... I had to supply drop in tranks, more tranks, because yeah, I was but, running out. Yeah, I had to do quite a few ammo drops, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, but I managed to get them out of there eventually. But um, um, but yeah, the, for that, for example, or, or there'll be a mission and you don't really know, but you really need D-Horse because there's going to be some vehicles and they're about to... St- take off like there was one 
um a, a few missions ago which is like you you have to find this transport truck or whatever and it's being escorted by these tanks or whatever you have oh, to basically yeah. race the tanks along to find the the, the truck and then oh you no know, yeah, I, got, I got ahead of it real easy if but... you wait too long then they even leave the map i discovered or whatever so you i don't know so i managed to get it a second the... time but minor spoiler alert i suppose is that the one with the skulls yeah yeah they jump out of the truck yeah, no, 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 okay maybe that, that might maybe that's dependent on your entry point or something because i was i never had a problem getting ahead of that and then having to wait around for ages in my chosen ambush point oh you were waiting for them to arrive because because yeah, then you ages. can just you can just like you know you can fault in the truck or whatever uh even the tanks i suppose um did you where did you because you can ambush them i think anywhere along the route so i i ended up sneaking into the airport and uh ambushing them i oh, see mine was quite i would ambush them quite near the end of their route where there was basically a sort of lump a sort of because they end up towards you... the oil field right eventually that's quite a long way you um, know the oil refinery oh, no, 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 yeah it wasn't that far it was in my case it was more towards the sort of middle of the there's a big there's a big encampment in the middle of the map kind of right Okay. Sort of swampy so did place. you? Oh, it'd be I, just I, in front of that. So there would be um, um, there was a, yeah, there was a stretch of road where it was it was you know it's quite empty, not a lot around, but there was a sort of raised area on one side of the road which you could get behind, right? Like, and it had enough little nooks and crannies that you could use to sort of temporarily hide yourself from uh, baddies yeah. when that sequence begins. If yeah. you fall on the truck, do the skulls even appear? They do, because as soon as you go near it, they appear. Yeah, um, that's what I thought. Like, but then, yeah. before you can fulton it. So I, I just triggered them, fultoned it immediately, and then got in a tank and drove off. <laughs> <laughs> got in um, a tank, wow. I didn't think of that. That's Because so, that's they're right there, escorting the yeah. thing. So yeah. <laughs> and, and then the skulls can't really hurt you when you're in the tank, so I just drove away from the mission area, and then it, it, it ended the mission. Um Anyway, that's but that sort of thing, I, I like taking my time over stealth, obviously, and, and mm. any time there's any kind of time pressure, which there seems to be quite often in this game. Like, it's always like, um, you know, um, trail, you know, tail the guy to find out where his boss is or whatever, and he's driving along in a Jeep or something, so you have to chase him with a D-horse or whatever, and then dismount mm. and then do it again. And then <laughs> and it's like... I, remember, I didn't use D-horse very much, like, past the first... You know, by the time I could get everyone else, it's like I use D Dog pretty much all the time. And of course, well, that's you know, just like, it. Dismissing D Dog is a bad idea. I much prefer having D Dog or whatever. But like, how did you do that one, for example, where there's a jeep? You immediately go to a village, and then the guy drives in a jeep to the next village, and then and then takes another jeep to the meeting point. Like, I might have, pil- did... I might have pilfered a jeep. Oh right, and and chased after him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. But you can't just peg it one after the jeep. <laughs> He's gonna. <laughs> I don't know. Well, they don't drive that quick. No, I suppose. Maybe I could have done it by just pegging it. I mean, you do run pretty damn fast, and you don't <laughs> yeah. run out of breath. I think you can upgrade that speed as well. If I, if I can get my development, I might be able to, you know... There's, have... there's some stuff about if you have, like, members of your team that are... Um, I, I could never figure out, like, some people, some of your staff members had, like, passives that meant that that often had something like, oh, if they're deployed to the combat unit, you'll get greater climbing speed or something, or greater right. sprinting speed. Or I didn't know if that meant, like, if they're just in the combat unit in general, that any, like, snake that snake or whoever gets that ability right. subtly, or if, 
you know, I didn't know what that, or if you had to deploy as that person, because you can do that in some cases. You can do that, yeah. Um, it's so weird. You can do so much weird stuff. I don't know. Like, did you know I, that you can change the color of mother base? Yep, I did that straight away. Did you, I made it did white. You? you made it white. Okay. I made it. I made it glacial. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, it's just it's a mental game, mental. And the yeah, ridiculous. I was a little disappointed story. that there weren't more posters to stick on my box. If I'm honest, like, there's not that many. Well, there's a few, aren't there? There's like seven. Or right. How do you attach them oh, to your box? Well, I've collected them or whatever. You have, you have to go into the. I can't remember Custom. where you do. I think it's in like one of the, the radial menu or something like. As you're selecting the the box, like you think you could press X or something to like cycle between the boxes. Box oh right, up. okay. Oh, that's cool. I'm constant. I, I usually accidentally activate the box when I don't mean to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't use it that much. I should use. Yeah, the they box. don't like the appearance of the box. Mm. <laughs> it falling from the sky. No. That attracts attention. Yeah. <laughs> That's so dumb. Such a weird I didn't game. Do, I didn't do enough sledding down hills in the box. Like, all this stuff, like, I would quite like a... Because, like, Splinter Cell was trying to do, like, a, you know, all those Tom Clancy games, whether they be Splinter Cell, which is the stealth one, or Rainbow Six, which is the tactical shooter, etc. They're trying to do kind of Tom Clancy style plot which is like obviously they're not as good as an actual Tom Clancy novel or whatever but the idea is it's like grounded in reality right and it's like real you know potential near future political Mm -hmm. scenarios and potential um, you know and actual uh, weapons and units and tactics etc and I I think I I would quite like a, a, a stealth game that was anywhere near as good as this, that was actually grounded in some kind of reality rather than being completely insane. Uh, but I appreciate the insanity of Metal Gear. But do you yeah. know what I mean? It would be I, I quite like that kind of verisimilitude or whatever you call it. Like, um, I feel like... As long, as long as the rules are consistent, I don't care what you do in a stealth right. game, right? It's like, I think that might be why Metal Gear gelled with me so well compared to like a, a, a Splinter Cell or... Right, even an Assassin's Creed to some degree that it's just like because it's so balls out nuts and it has these not realistic but somewhat consistent rules. Consistent rules you know, in yeah. terms of, in terms of the you know being spotted and you know all that and, yeah. you know the alert statuses and all that stuff. That that yeah. that that made that fun. For yeah, me. like it doesn't it doesn't have to be realistic. It just has to no. have a set, a set of rules that work. Yeah. And you forget how mental it is that you're attaching balloons to dogs and shit all the time. You know, <laughs> you weirdly do. You totally well, you forget. Just get, yeah, it just becomes normal. And then the world is beautiful. Like um, I'm I'm coming coming around to Africa now. Like I think, uh, um, I think it is uh, kind, of, kind of. It's not as nice as Afghanistan. It's not as nice as Afghanistan, but I like it. I, I do like it, and especially the more lush areas. And the rain is nice as well. Um. Uh, and the lighting can be nice. The thing is, I don't think it looks as good at night. Um, no, it's a bit bland at night. It's a bit bland. But but like, there's been some areas like that mission where you're. I, I just did. You have to go through a valley that's all misty, and that was oh, kinda, yeah, yeah. that was kind of cool. That whole that whole. That so, so I think nice. yeah. I think the environment in bits Africa, of Africa can, nice. yeah, bits of it are nicer. But I think the general expanse and sweep of it isn't as nice as Afghanistan no. for sure. Uh, but I, I think I'm, you know, I appreciate it a bit more than I did. Um, yeah, it's cool. 
So yeah, stick with it, man. It'll get okay. there. Don't worry, I'm I'm gonna be playing it for freaking ages more probably. You know what? To be honest, once you once you hit once you hit the first credit sequence, I I don't think there's any harm. And if you just wanted to, just go and look up the videos for everything else because you're not going to be doing much interest. The number of actual right. missions that yeah. are new past the that first credit sequence are few. Yeah, shall we say? Yeah, and it just adds a bit. Yeah, in some in some respects, the last mission, other than its narrative twist, is yeah, that's that's also a bit cheap as well. Fair enough. Like, well, like it's not as if I have like an unfinished element that they just I mean, chucked in. I've watched all the videos of every other Metal Gear game without playing them, so <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, this is just yeah been a great one to actually play. <laughs> It entirely depends on whether you want to do like those the, the harder versions of the missions. Thing or... is, I would be into doing that. I reckon, especially in the like. Um... Fine, then keep going. There's nothing stopping well, you. Just well, the thing going. is, I don't want to do like. It depends on the mission. Like, if they're the stealth missions or whatever, and it's like sneak into a base, but you don't have what was it backup or the, what do you don't have the trank pistol or well, something? Sub- oh, yeah, subsistence yeah. are the nasty ones where you start with nothing. Right, right, and you have to find everything as you go. Okay, um, but that kind of sounds cool. Whereas, like, what I don't want to do is like, sh- you know, kill loads of tanks missions. Um, you know, with like, high I mean, there's tolerances. a couple. There's a couple of those. There's a couple of you have to do those again. That's, um, that's not fun. I don't. I don't find that as much fun. There's there's one in particular that's pretty difficult and isn't that. Well, it's okay. Um, you know, to do with quiet storyline. Um, that is, oh, yeah. you know, it's a stand, standalone mission. So there's some new stuff with that. But, yeah, yeah. Which I honestly don't know how you're going to do without murdering dudes. Well, that's just it. If it gets to the point where I can't realistically do it without killing people, then I might just say this is dumb because I, I, yeah. for some reason, I'm sticking to the Deus Ex kind of don't kill people thing. Um, mm. I, I always go for the no kills. Um, there are some circumstances where I don't know how you're going to do that. Yeah, especially given that you're probably going to be shooting a billion tanks. Like, yeah, well, the tanks thing apparently tanks they don't, don't count. count. As killing. Yeah, yeah, which is dumb because they should. But um, but then yeah, if you blow up a tank with an RPG, you don't get any kills, which is you know. Anyway, yeah, it's weird. It's weird, but yeah, try not to murder things. <laughs> Good advice. Try not to murder things. Just, just. Just, just in general. Well, I just think it's a more fun thing in in stealth to to like, um, you know. I mean, I prefer sneaking up on people, you know, if possible, to even tranking them. But uh, you need to you need the trank because there's too many people in a room or whatever, or it's just it's just it's just not actually possible to lure them out mm. one by one or, you know, or whatever. Like, I mean, maybe in subsistence mode or whatever, uh, you have to do that. But uh, it gets to the point where. Yeah, it, it it's quite hard to just because the trouble is um, w- what I used to do in Splinter Cell more, and it's quite you don't move very fast once you've grabbed someone. I used to grab someone and then and then like drag them away basically and oh, then yeah, deal yeah. with that's, them. But you move so that's real slow. hard in this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wish you could like yeah like drag someone you know, kicking and screaming while you're holding the your hand over their mouth or whatever away faster into a dark corner where you could deal with them. That would be cooler. Mm. Yeah, uh, they but, don't have to not walk with you, I guess. Yeah, because they kind of walk with you, which looks weird because they probably wouldn't. It'd be better if there was an animation where you were just dragging them away, you know? 
Maybe because there is that too, and it's like even if you once you've knocked someone out, even the drag of moving a someone's body. Oh no, no, wait. I think no. I Can know, you do that? Are, yeah, I don't know. That's I always have to pick them it. up and put them on my back. Yeah, yeah I um, think you're right. Sorry, I might be misremembering that. So often I do this motion where I'm in the middle of the base and everyone's turned away, but they might turn and look back at any time. And I come back mm. behind someone, I grab him, I immediately choke him out, and then I hold B to try and get him onto my back, and then I run away. <laughs> and yeah. then later on, when he's out of the base, I'll filter him or whatever, if he's worthwhile. Um, but that is quite awkward, and there's, I'm always... I'm always worried that I'm. It's going to try and pick up his gun rather than pick him up. You know. Oh yeah, that's uh, a problem. Which is bad. I've done that way too many times. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, and you could filter him instantly, but he's in the middle of the base, and they spot the balloon or whatever, so that doesn't work. Um. That's only a problem if they're used to spotting it. Yeah. So what I want to be able to do is, yeah, grab the guy and drag him away quite quick, but you can't because it's just not fast enough. And it, and also that animation, it with the camera it's quite it's quite easy to start moving the wrong direction and if you crouch it's even slower mm. yeah anyway never mind it's cool yeah yeah okay you, did you do any more burnout i haven't done any more burnout since last time i don't Good. think but i Good, do have better. it available <laughs> i like it it's all right um i'm never going to get into it enough to actually think it's bad it's nice to have burnout available to play on Steam on a modern PC, even if it's not the best game. At least it is Burnout. That is what I tagged the image of Burnout Paradise of, uh, like in the po- in last week's podcast. It was just like, this is the best way to play Burnout on PC. Uh, like, mm. by default. <laughs> yeah. That might not be true. You could emulate the GameCube one or something. No, uh, really. It's kind of true, but you want to play Burnout 3, and it's like the only good version for that is the PS2 one, which as we figured out isn't the easiest thing to emulate. The Xbox the version is the best version, surely. But you can't emulate Yeah, I know, but you can't emulate the Xbox yeah. version yet. Yeah. yeah. So you need, you'd need to try and do the PS2 version, but that's not the most convenient. You can't just fire it up and go. No. So, yeah, it works for firing up and go. Yeah. You've got to have a game like that. You've always got to have a game like that. You can just fire up and go. That's my thing. Right. What you've been playing? Who's next? Well, Rob can go first this time, can't <laughs> I guess because I've talked, so it, it, he's had a break from talking. Except not really, because Zach's had a real break from talking. So, <laughs> so maybe no, we should go. He has important things to say. Okay, okay, go on. Then, Rob. Uh, let's see. Where do we begin? Let's start. Let's start with the big guns. Let's go. Let's go all in. Let's not do what I normally do and go for the little piddlers first. Let's go. Let's go straight to the the show. Star Fox Zero came out. Wow, did you buy it? I have a copy of Star Fox Zero. Right, okay. Probably, I was properly hyped. <laughs> probably <laughs> like, the like, last oh. serious Wii U game release. <laughs> probably, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe Zelda. Maybe Zelda, maybe. yeah. I don't I I'm that's that's so gonna be a cross platform release. We always it? said it was. Yeah. yeah. It has to be at this point. Uh yeah, Star Fox Zero came out on Friday, so like two days ago. I've already finished that game. Um, well, did you did you do any barrel like, rolls? I did quite a few, but actually less barrel rolls than you would think. Because uh, all right, we have to address the biggest thing about this game, which is its control mechanism. It has created the most mixed opinions I've seen in a video in like 
If you go and read anything online about reviews of this game, there will obviously be something about the controls. But the more reviews you read and the more you read about it, the weirder the, the landscape gets. Like, there are people... Right. If you want to see an example on how not to write a game review, check out Polygon. They wrote what is possibly the most shameful bit of game reviewing that I've ever seen. And it's just... They refused to review the game because the reviewer couldn't wrap his head around the controls. Um, right. they, he just basically outright said, I can't do this. <laughs> like, so, like, I can't do this. And he, didn't, and he gave no real good reason for it at all. And I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here having now played the game going, cry some more. It's like, right. I may have a slight advantage having played a lot of Splatoon. Yeah. And I don't think the motion controls are bad. Like, I don't think they're entirely necessary. Um, and uh, quite a lot of the game feels like it's trying, desperately trying to justify the Wii U's hardware. Um, just not I what you want in awful. the late stage. of. No, it, it's, it does feel a bit strange that it's now. Like, if Star Fox was a launch game, that would sit a lot better, I think. Right. But as it stands right now, that is a bit strange. But and, and they're just not as bad as, like... I think everyone's making out it's, yeah. it's it's a learning curve and it's it's new I'll give it that and the two screen thing is a little odd and a little hard to get used to at first which isn't helped by some of the game's camera decisions on the main screen at times where it just takes control away from you um, and likes to produce what it calls target view but it's forced mm. rather than optional where it just focuses on a single object, so you're forced to kind of use the cockpit view on the gamepad to figure out exactly what you're shooting at. Um, th- that's a problem. But um, for the most part, it kind of works. It's mm-hmm. I, d- I don't really have a problem with it. I don't see what the big deal is. It's like Kotaku's review, I, I think, was really good, but they made such a big deal, like even going to the point of drawing like little diagrams on how you should, how they think you should hold the controller by, you know, in order to play this game. Like you need to recline perfectly and have your leg in such a way that you can rest the control on it and wiggle it about <laughs> based on the angle of your leg. Mm. Or something. It's like no, it's really not that bad. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Um, like the the the, the um parallel my brain wants to draw is that did anyone really kick up that much of a fuss when metroid prime did its weird control thing i mean weird control things are nintendo's bag right yeah totally metroid prime wasn't a weird control thing that oh are you talking about originally or the remake with the wii no, the controller based one because <laughs> it's the original one. it's super unique not, right no one has not, done that ever but that's not and no weird, one did it again that's not a weird thing out of like choice, that was a weird thing. Out of necessity, they had to come brilliant. up with a control method to use the GameCube controller to they do a first-person shooter. Basically. They could have just made a first-person shooter. Like yeah, the GameCube did. controller can do that, but they didn't. They did a lock-on with like that yeah, made. That's because they knew the GameCube controller couldn't really do a first-person. No, you, you don't could... use the C stick to use to like. You don't use two sticks on the GameCube controller ever. Time splitters too. Yeah, and that was a really dodgy ass first-person shooter. There is nothing wrong with that control scheme on that controller there's nothing wrong at all Time Splitters 2 is great 13 worked you know 13 was an average game but you know it worked to a rock exactly. <laughs> okay okay my argument's falling apart a bit there but there's there's no problem with playing a playing a FPS on the GameCube controller but they went different with Metroid and it was great 
And, you know, you could argue some of the control mechanisms they've used in some of their other games, like, you know, right stick to Hoover in in Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, is, but that's, that's not to is, do... That's not solving a problem of the, like, we want to make a first-person shooter, so we have to come up with a control scheme. That's We're making a game, so let's come up with a control scheme for that game. Yeah. So that's not, that's not actually the same problem. That's like the inverse of that problem. You've, you've, no, got, no, you've same... got an idea for the game that's new and innovative, but in order for that new and innovative game to work, you have to come up with a control scheme. You're not making a game and then being like, well, shit, I guess we need to try and make the control scheme work on this system. You are inadvertently backing up my point, because enter Star Fox, where one of the biggest problems with on-rail shooters, where you can move your ship or dragon around... <laughs> That's pretty much it, right? Um, where you could move your ship or dragon around. Um, like where you are aiming is exactly the same as where you are moving, and the motion controls separate that. They have sort of solved the problem by but, allowing but you to aim separately from where you're flying. That's not a problem that needed solving apart from to make a different game. It's like if you just made a rail shooter and you didn't even think of that, you would have just made oh, designed no. the whole game around the fact that you ain't where you're moving. <laughs> I mean, that's also valid. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that, they, but it's it's granted them a different design perspective rather than just making something that's been done. Yeah, you know? but that's not necessarily that doesn't automatically lead to greatness. <laughs> That could have been a that could have been like a really difficult thing where they were like okay we've committed to doing this and now we're struggling to do it. You're right, but I think it's fine. Right? <laughs> there are moments in that game where it makes sense to fly alongside something and aim your gun differently to shoot at it. The thing right? that annoys me they've is designed that it for it fucking... and it works and it works just fine. It's great. The thing that annoys me about it is it doesn't make any fucking sense of how the fuck are they firing sideways. Yeah, all right. Yeah, there's, there's an actual even on the like the army, you can literally see the guns and they were originally they were all fixed. Like yeah, they were like these little holes. Like you can sort see of under it. the nose yeah. slightly, but then when you upgrade them, they get these two little pods. Um, yeah, exactly. That's that's still the thing. Yeah, and so in that respect, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but. Whatever. I, I think mechanically it's and then when you play it, when you play it in co-op, somehow you have two different lasers that can shoot in two different directions. Yes, that is also <laughs> true. I have I'm yet to try that, but there is a co-op mode in the game where one person takes control of flying the R Wing traditionally and one person has control of a different set of guns. Um you know, one person uses the pro controller to fly and the other person uses the gamepad to shoot from cockpit view. It sounds kinda cool. I wanna give that a go at some point. They should have um, come up with some. I don't know. It just looks weird, is the thing about it. Oh, yeah. Because you're just like, here's weird. the army, and then the lasers are flying out at right angles for no apparent reason. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to argue with that. It does look a bit odd. Um, but it makes the dogfighting kind of cool. There's something nice about like using the main screen locking to lock onto where like uh, Pigma Dengar is flying. Um, like using that screen to line up where you're, you're fine, and then swap, swapping down to the cockpit view to line up the perfect sort of shots as he flies. But oh man, this something the dogfights feel really good in this game. I don't know, but I'm I'm I may be in the minority here, but I think the control scheme is fine. Cool, like for the R wing stuff. Mm-hmm. Here, <laughs> the tank doesn't control nearly as well. And well, it's like there's no reason to have motion controls in a tank apart yeah. from maybe up and down. Well, you know, in some ways that <laughs> makes the most sense because like you can aim the turret separately from the body, right? Well, okay, if it's an actual tank. It's yeah. like the Arwing tank 
didn't even the turret doesn't rotate on the original arrowing tank, does it? No, it doesn't. It's, it's actually like welded pretty, onto the body. Fit. It's not actually yeah. a turret. <laughs> no, no, it's pretty like it can it can angle up and yeah. down, and that's it. Um, yeah, so the the, the 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 tank controls aren't so hot, um, even with the tank's new ability to sort of fly for a bit. Um, it's it's not so great. The walker doesn't control that brilliantly. Has to be said. It's a bit like it's a bit like it's got like Z targeting from Zelda. Like you hold down right. Z, ZR, no Z, ZL, sorry, and it goes in target mode, and then you can strafe. Whereas like strafing isn't, despite the fact you're controlling it with both sticks, strafing is not a default movement style. It's a bit, it's a bit weird. The walkers a bit weird, um, and they seem quite keen on using it a lot. Like to say, hey, we've got this thing in the game. Please like it. Like, please enjoy um, the walker. Um, and honestly, the gyro, the gyro wing can burn in hell. That thing controls just fine, but it is the most boring addition to the game. What is it? it like it is. It's basically a hel- a helicopter that you fly mm-hmm. around pretty slowly, and it can do still shoot, and it can still shoots in the same way and stuff like that. But it's it's really slow and floaty, and has a detachable robot thing that comes out the bottom of it that you can drive around on <laughs> on the gamepad if you need to go into small spaces and basically mash its face into a control panel to hack it. That stuff's pretty bad. It's got to be said. That, like, then there's a whole level dedicated to it, um, which I think in the arcade mode is an unskippable route. Um, and that level is just bad. Mm. That level is poop on us it, oh, it's just it really it's a, such a guff moment in what is an all right i've got to say it. i i'm i may be a massive on rail shooter fan i may be a in star fox 64 panzer dragoon Auto, and res might be three of my favorite games of all time i love those things mm-hmm. so i'm a little bit biased when it comes to this it has to be said but i mean i really like those last two yeah <laughs> yeah Star Force 64 is an amazing game. Um, but similarly, I can't help coming away from this going, it's still not as good as any of them. Mm. Not by a long shot. Like, Platinum do a really good job, it has to be said, of nailing what makes a Star Fox game feel like a Star Fox game. Like, oh, it has to be said, Platinum, yeah, Platinum are the developers of this. I didn't realize that until quite late on in the. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it, they, 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 it feels. You know the whole campy presentation of it, the sort of like the the swell of music, the way the uh, <laughs> some of the void vocal clips are great. There's one character in particular that sounds like Lenny from Simpsons, which is brilliant. Um, <laughs> it's just like that. The whole you know setup of it, the terrible story, you know that kind of stuff is all that's Star Fox. They've got that 100 percent right, um, and all the Arwing stuff, yeah, 100 percent right. That's great. There's just awesome. not enough of the R-Wing. Um, and they should just any, stick to any, it. It's, it's like blowing yeah, Sonic any, the Hedgehog games. Just yeah, make stick, Sonic stick levels. Stick to what makes it good. Damn it. Yeah. They, they, you know, stick to what makes it good. The R-Wing is clearly the best thing. And, you know, they actually even did the Landmaster well in Star Fox 64. It's fine. It, like, the train level is one of the best levels in that game. Um, uh, you know, it's probably a good thing they didn't decide to bring back the submarine. But, you know, <laughs> screw that thing. That level was way too slow. Um, it's so they, they kind of 
they give the impression that they get what makes Star Fox great. Why people have such fond memories of the SNES and the 64 versions, mm. um, which the other games in the series haven't haven't been able to achieve. You know, Star Fox Adventures doesn't do that. Uh, Assault definitely doesn't do that, and Command kind of gets it, but Command is too has you know its actual flying the R wing stuff is a bit boring. <laughs> you know, it's actually quite a boring game. Uh, uh, this this at least comes back and says, yeah, we know what works, and then kind of only does a small portion of the game based on what works. It's like, ah, oh, you're not quite there. You're not quite there. Uh, there is a lot to like. There is a lot to like. You know, I'm, I, you know I played it through and I didn't in, not enjoy my time with it. You know, it doesn't take long to get through the campaign and it turns out there are quite a few different routes you can take through it, of which I've only found a single secret exit and there's definitely more routes to be taken through it and I've only found one so far. Um, and they try and go for the whole like level replayability thing by giving you targets to hit and like there's five medals associated with every level and, and some of those are special conditions. So, like you have to do this thing in this certain spot or you have to collect these things which may be hidden um, to try and get you to replay sections and they're mostly fine too. Um, I really don't know where I'm going with this because I'm sort of mixed in some mm. respects. It's like, I don't quite know. I don't quite know how to express what, how I feel about it yet. It's still early days. I'm going to keep going with it, obviously. Cause I don't, yeah. I've, I've put like five hours into it over the last few days. Um, yeah. Um, which isn't a lot. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. It's just, there's, there's something not sitting right about you know what they've added and it's like it's not as varied as the mm. star fox 64 the mission structure seems a bit lackluster it's like it feels like nintendo just couldn't throw as much money at it as they probably should have should have you know yeah, i mean it's you've always felt, away, yeah a little you've walked away with thing. like you know how yeah a little bit well yeah star fox is a short game always has been um totally. but, it's an arcade you know, game yeah, but Star Pretty Fox right. 64 had a, had a lot of paths, right? You know, the, the, yeah. the, some of the joy in Star Fox 64 was the fact that it was um, you had to play that game in a single run. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's no going back to a mission and replaying it. You had to no. do it in one go, um, and going back to it a second time, having noticed something on your last run, going, "Oh, I wonder if I do that. Let's try that out in the next run." And you know, a run would take you like an hour and a half. So it's. Um, you know, it's not too bad to go and retry it again and do this one thing differently. And then depending on the route you take, you'd go back to a mission that you'd done before, but something would be different because you came at it from a different route and some of the things you'd see before yeah, would have been like... And I have no proof that any of that exists to that level thus far. Um, I've just started on the arcade mode, which thank- which thankfully is, is one of those one-run modes, but you can save after each mission. Mm. Um, you can't go back and retry. If you die, you die. Like you're you're out, um, and you've got to start again. Um, so we'll see. And it just does give you a map of all the different routes that you can see, and be all like, okay, here's what here's all the possibilities. You've got to figure out how to do them. Mm. So I'm hoping there's a lot of stuff in there's some stuff in here that I just that will tick that box for me to be all like, okay, that's cool. Um, but for what I've been replaying so far, I haven't figured out what those things are. So I'm I, I'm beginning to get skeptical. I don't I didn't really re- spot many things during my first run through that. Oh, this is a different route I can take. This is oh, I could try doing this differently. It wasn't spelt out or 
I didn't think there were subtle hints like there perhaps were in 64. 64 is great for that stuff. Like, you know, on the first level, if you fly through the... There's these little rock archways at one point in the level, and if you fly through them, Falco starts talking to you, saying, well, pretty smooth flying, Fox. You know, giving that little hint that you're yeah. potentially yeah, doing something. something. Yeah. yeah, but that's and not... That's, and, and then if you do all of that and you fly through all these hoops and you get and you get through all of them, including a little tricky bit of a bit of breaking, he then takes you down a separate path and the whole game then sw- swaps into this alternate route. And you're like, that's brilliant. Um, there's only, there, there is a bit like that during the same first level, which is basically a rehash of like the first level. No. Um, uh, the whole game is basically like a reimagining. It's not a sequel. It's not like it's like it's like how Star Fox sixty four was to the SNES version, right? It's a it's a it's a remake in the loose sense. It doesn't make sense um, from like the story. Where oh no, no, they the, reference the things that already happened in the other game that didn't happen because oh no, they don't. They don't. <laughs> but they sort of this do. game starts again. It's like it's like it's like it's it's a full on rep. They make they references take... to things that no, they don't don't they... actually happen until they haven't happened in this game because they didn't happen. No, they don't. It's a full-on retcon. Like the story you starts. Seen it all yet? Yeah, I have. I've seen the main campaign. Like I've seen the entire main campaign now. Like, I mean, even at the start, they're practically. I mean, technically, they're referencing a game that, that they're referencing time before the game, and they're like, "Oh, it's good to be back in the in Cornaria and all this stuff." And it's like, yeah, that's they're only technically getting away with it because they they have existed in there before in, in, in the time universe. Before the there's, universe. There's, there's no problem with that. But it's still basically referencing the same no. the old game. The whole prologue <laughs> sets up to be all like, oh yeah, like this is the war has been going on for a bit. You know, Fox has only just put this hasn't put this team together for long, and it's and also like you know your your dad's lost somewhere, presumed dead. <laughs> You know that kind of. They've even retconned like what that war was about and how they got rid of Andros and stuff like that. You know, it's like it's 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 the same story, but they have changed it. It's like it does kind of ruin the surprise as well, where it's just like I wonder who the last one's going to be. <laughs> but there is no surprise. You know, from the start, it's going to be Andros. <laughs> yes, but you don't know specifically, like the like. Well, no, there may be a different route. I mean, this was the thing about Star Fox sixty four. Like, you know, you take a different route and he turns into a totally Going different form. For some reason. Well, yeah, there's like, well, robot form was the form you were yeah. probably going to come against. Probably. And then if you do a different route, the whole of the last mission is totally different. Like, it's not, um, uh, on, if you came at it from one angle, you'd get like a traditional R-Wing style level, uh, followed by robot Andros. You came at it from a different direction, you get a dogfight against Star Wolf, followed by brain and eyes Andros. Yeah. You know, it's, it seems unless, I don't know why they decided to make it a reboot exactly, except for the fact that Nintendo foolishly, like, I think they, they're, it's like they're obsessed with timelines, like with Zelda. Oh, they're really not. But they are, because they like, they make all these statements where it's like, oh, it's not the same guy, and this his, we've made this official timeline now because people won't stop talking about it, and we have to commit <laughs> to. So, like, basically, they, now that they've started down that path, they've done the same thing for Star Fox, where it's like, now we've made this separate universe of Star Fox, which is probably going to be separate. Because, like, when you come I to. I disagree event, completely. This has no, this is no regard for the previous games at all. It, re- it does some of the stuff that has happened in the previous games and then puts a twist on it but it is like it's like uh remaking a film you're trying to tell the same story but you're doing it totally you're doing it differently you're putting a new spin on a new director's got his hands on it and wants to do some stuff so to like it. star wars where it's exactly the same story again <laughs> <laughs> kind of <laughs> <Kinda. laughs> 
<laughs> well, that's an example of doing it well. <laughs> At least yeah. Well, arguably. I've got, and, and like I'm, I'm saying, I've got no problem with them doing the referential stuff. I've got no problem with them retconning the series and starting again. Um, I just have a bit of a problem with what can only be described as average level design in spots and the variety of the game not hitting the variety highs of Star Fox 64. Like, where's my level where I bomb... I can only use bombs because everything is made out of some ridiculous armor that lasers can't pierce. Like, where's my train level where I have to shoot the switches, where, it, where, where it's suggested that I have to shoot all the switches to get the good result and skip a boss fight? Um, where's my, uh, like, searchlight? Oh, that's the same level as the bomb level. Like, the, the searchlights are kind of referenced, but that's kind of bad because it's a driveway wing level. Um, it, it, where's my lava level? Where's my underwater level? You know, that game has variety coming out the wazoo, and this does not. It's like, here's my fifth space level. <laughs> well, that might there be- were a lot of space levels in 64 as well, but it's like... In some ways, that's also a good thing, because it's just like you're not having the standard level tropes of every game ever. Water level, ice level, fire level. <laughs> there, there is an ice level, but there wasn't an ice level in 64, and it's not brilliant now. It's okay. But it's, it's like, it, honestly, it's like Star Fox. It doesn't matter what fucking level you're on because you're in a goddamn spaceship. <laughs> Space is inherently a much more dangerous environment than any other environment you can possibly be. Uh, sure, but they used it to create um, st- things, interesting things in which you fly through. Yeah, right? I mean that's the. It's like it doesn't matter the environment. It's more like a tunnel. It's like like what you want is actually different types of tunnel. Okay, so here's the next wrinkle. There are no tunnel-based bosses in the game. Everything, every boss in the game is an all-range mode boss, yeah. um, which I find a little odd. Like they, they seem to really like all-range mode in this. Well, it's and because it's they, like it's the they tunnel want stuff you to is, use the gamepad. Yeah, <laughs> again, that is a problem. Like, it, it, and I alluded to that earlier that it, like it feels like the game is really trying to sell you on its concept. Yeah, like. And it doesn't need to. It's at its best when it's being... It's, it's best when it's not doing that. Yeah, it's at its best <laughs> when it's being Star Fox. <laughs> That's the problem. Where it's just like, you know, you try to shoehorn in a thing that didn't need to be there. And let's be honest, when it's being Star Fox, it is really good. Like, when it's doing that, like, some people say, that, like, the first space level is a bit lackluster, but, you know, the actual approach is pretty great. Like, you're going through... It's the fleet battle. Like the classic, the second level is always like the fleet battle, and I know it's like an asteroid field in the SNES one, but yeah. whatever. Um, but yeah, it's like there's a fleet battle going on around you, and, and I, I think the secret to that would be make sure no one friendly gets blown up. Um, I think I haven't managed to pull that off yet. Um, uh, but yeah, you're sort of going for this stuff happening all around it. When the actual game like plays a lot faster than Star Fox sixty four, the SNES one does, which you know. Is partly due to the fact that it probably can running at sixty rather than the uh, thirty sub thirty that the N sixty four was kicking out, and the whatever the hell the frame rate was that the SNES produced. Um, it, they they you know they everything's a lot faster, which feels great. Um, I, I think that's the right choice to make. Uh, you know, it's a very platinum choice to make. <laughs> let's put it that way. Um, so yeah, those those scenes where you're actually traveling down a corridor and doing stuff, and you know, it feels fast, it feels frenetic, it feels it feels good. Uh, you switch to all range mode, and then it feels like 
uh, okay, now the game's having to slow down quite a lot to have you deal with the, the open space and actually try and position yourself so you can shoot the things you want to shoot. Well, yeah, everyone and, knows that that's the classic problem of, like, like dolph, dolph, particularly, it's particularly made a lot worse if there's tights on the ground, because yeah. everyone knows... Well, which they make a big like, deal of in this because of the fact you can now shoot down. Yeah, because everyone knows that you're like, well, you have to fly up in order to get enough height so when you're flying down, you don't crash into the ground before you shot the thing you're trying to yeah. shoot. It's like, everyone knows that's bad. Don't do it. But then they do. And it's just like, even with this motion control solution that they think they have, it's not sufficient, really. Because mm. even then you're like, oh, I've flown past the thing, now I have to turn around. Yeah, that's, <laughs> which, is, which is never the best, which is why I prefer the tunnel stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's why they're called on-rail shooter, because it's on-rails. It's not an all-rain shooter. So it, it, is, it, it is scratching this itch I've had for a proper tunnel shooter, I suppose. But... But... Like, there's not enough of it. It's, it's, there's not enough of it. And... Boy, yeah, I have to say that the value proposition of this thing is god awful, right? I I bought the first print edition, Naturally. which comes with a copy, which is a bit expensive. Um, first print, and, like a book yeah, or something. yeah, as if there's going to be a second print. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lol. Um, but it does it does come bundled with the copy of Star Fox Guard. Now I've heard a lot of weird, like although I haven't played it yet, but I've heard a lot of weird. Um, uh, I, I don't know what the situation is with like who gets a copy of Star Fox Guard. There's plenty of like places that have been reporting saying if you buy a copy, you'll just get Star Fox Guard, which isn't true here. If you bought like the base copy of Star Fox Zero, you have to buy Star Fox Guard as a download separately, but you might get a discount on it if you have Zero. Um, uh, and, uh, but that might be. There's rumours that that might be if you only bought the digital copy of Star Fox Zero, that only that grants you the discount version of Star Fox Guard. Um, in the US, it might be a pack-in, but then I've seen other US things saying it's not a pack-in. I don't know what the hell is going on with this thing. It seems like the reviewers don't know what the hell is going on with this thing. Either way, the value proposition of this thing is pretty shit, is <laughs> what I'm trying to say. It's like it's not Sounds good bad. value for money. It It doesn't feel like a full-price game because of the amount of content that's in it. Um, which it it's it's almost the suckiest thing about it. Actually, like it's the worst. Like I may be having a good time with it, which I am. I, it's, it's as negative as this review sounds. Like, but at the same time, it's like I, I can't help. I can't get past the fact this is a full price game, and it feels like it should have been half this price, or you know, like a original Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare style release, you know, not a you know a slightly reduced t- price title. It's it's not as bad as buying Mario Tennis, <laughs> like the recent one. Like, boy, you got screwed if you did that. Um, but it's not great. You need to do something, Inti. Too late. Unless this, this game, unless this game gets, yeah, unless this game gets supported like Splatoon does, which I doubt, because there's no multiplayer or anything like that in the game either, um, other than co-op mode. It's like, it can't. It, it is a little disappointing. It's like I'm enjoying it, but it is disappointing. I'm starting to get the feeling that the Wii U is over. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame. It's not actually a shame. The Wii U was barely a thing to start with. It was just like, everyone was like, why the hell is Nintendo even bothering to release this mid, like, Wii, Wii with an ad? It is odd. Yeah. Like, the whole console is an odd thing. But, the, like, 
I don't want to write it off as being. I've had some like some of my most favorite games over the last few years have been Wii U games. Oh, like yeah. when I thought about it, like Splatoon, really great game. Fast Racing Neo, fantastic fucking game. Um, Lego Undercover might be the best Lego game they've made. I, I really like that one. I'm not big on any of the others. Uh, you know, it's... And I haven't even got to playing Tropical Freeze or <laughs> Super Mario 3D Land or World, which people say are really good as well. I've had some great great times with the Wii U. You know, there's been some really good stuff on it, but as a, as a whole console... But like 90% of those, it's been like, in almost all of those cases... It would have been fine on any other platform, yeah. And also, it's like they Bayonetta too. None of them felt like they were big enough, which is maybe just a problem with games in general. But... Bayonetta two, Bayonetta two's a game. Okay, Bayonetta two maybe is the one case where that's actually not true. Where it's like, that's Splatoon, wasn't, big. Splatoon wasn't big enough on launch. I'll give it that. But even that feels bigger than Star Fox Zero. Yeah, sure. <laughs> pretty much even launch Splatoon feels like more of a package than Star Fox Zero does. But it's just like. Wouldn't it have been better if they just hadn't have made this other console and saved all these ideas and then had like a lot more time to work on them or something? Okay, America 8's legit and Smash Brothers is legit. Let's go with that. Okay. They're, they're fine. Okay. America well, 8 is legit. Yeah. Smash Brothers, I'm not yeah. sure that really counts. Well, because it's Smash Brothers. Yeah, because it's just like they have. Smash and Brothers is like, has a less, very precise bounds. And you that could they argue that it is less Smash Brothers than yeah, the Wii one. It pretty much is. Yeah. Oh, man. Also, I don't know what the fuck is going on with Mitomo. Like, I don't understand it. I just don't get it. Well, it's just like no. It's just like you did not. No one understood Tomodachi life. I guess, <laughs> except for some people who fucking loved it for some reason. I just, I just need to perhaps pay a bit of attention to it so I can get that sweet copy of Zelda Picross mm-hmm. off the <laughs> my Nintendo. Because all store. you want is Picross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm going to stick with it. You'll hear, you'll hear more from Star Fox Zero. And, and Righty ho. I've, I've, I've heard some reports that Star Fox Guard is actually pretty awesome. Like, in a sort of, like, mini-games. You know, it's a small... <laughs> yeah, a small in, in, a, in a here's a packing way. Yeah, a sort of small <laughs> small diversion kind of way that it's actually pretty pretty class. Oh, I, sh- I should say, it, it, it's well... Star Fox Zero, like, although it's mediocre in its design, perhaps, you could say, uh, it is a... It has got Nintendo polish on it, right? It's like, it may not be yep, that yep. well designed, and some of its levels might be a bit arse. Uh, but for, it's bug free, let's put it that way. You know, <laughs> well, when is anything that buggy on the Wii U or any of them? No, I mean, Nintendo, this is Nintendo's trait, right? They, they may, even if they put out a bad game, it's a very solid bad game. <laughs> it's, right? true. it's true. Um, so it's got that. It's not a, it, yeah. But more to come from Star Fox Zero, uh, and I haven't actually got a great deal. Well, I suppose I should talk about more Witness. I yeah, suppose I'm should. still I'm still plugging plugging away at that. Um, I, do, I don't know what to say about Witness though without well, spoiling it. I find I find I think the more I've played that game, like the wonderment I I had from that those first couple of hours, it doesn't really come back to that. I don't I don't think I've had those sort of like genius moments that I had at the start of the game. I don't think that's really happened again. There are some moments where it's just like, oh, okay, that's kind of clever, but it's not been like the, oh, wow. Well, you can only have that one once because that's the I thing. Get, yeah, there is the one big thing. Yeah, when you and, then, and then, like I said, I think at the time where it's just like, once you've discovered that, it's like, 
now there's fuck tons of these and you just know that they're there. Mm-hmm. It's just like, well, I'm just doing them. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, and yeah, the, and the, the, like the sheer magnitude of the task ahead of you is kind of, but those are like, and those are really... the task though. That's the thing. Those, are, are, the, those are the bonus. Yeah, I guess. But some of the things you're doing, like, that they, they make you do when you realize, and it is kind of an OCD, get, OCD person's nightmare, this game, really. It's just like, this, oh man, that's really irritating to set up so I can get this one pointless, sort of pointless thing. And it's like, like some of the setup for some of the things that it asks you to do are just so annoying. There's only like a couple that are really bad. Like most of them are fairly like... All right, we talked about, uh, like, you, 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 like Zach guided me towards the swamp as being something I should do, because it turns out I've been doing so, some of it sort well, of out of sequence. Yeah, well, it's um, because you, you did a thing that lots of people do, because somehow it's kind of obvious. I where, sort of followed the map round. Well... It's just all sort of went around That's it. not what I meant. Oh, okay. But I meant, like, you worked out the Tetris shapes without doing the actual tutorial for the Tetris shapes. Yes. But the trouble with, with that is, like... You can work out a couple of the rules of the Tetris shapes if you're clever about it, mm. but then there's actually the, the Tetris shapes is probably one of the densest rules. Yeah, because there's like they three get, different layers of the rules. Yeah, they get pretty hard. Yeah, like they're one of the, the one of the mechanics that gets hard real fast. Yeah. Um. So it's like you knew like a third of the rules of the Tetris thing. There was one rule in particular that I just didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Which, which was which was screwing me up, and I didn't know what it meant until I did the swamp and figured it out but i don't like that swamp area it's it's kind of irritating well it's you know it's inconvenient yeah <laughs> it's it's very inconvenient it's just slow moving platforms and slow moving platforms often mean again without spoil trying desperately not to spoil the big thing about this game but yeah timed stuff is <laughs> not really though slow moving timed stuff is pretty annoying that's like, pretty annoying, especially uh, if you just want to get somewhere and you have to sit on this slow moving. Well, that's why there's a back that is, route. that is slow moving for a reason, but it's a reason you don't have to engage with again. That's there's why like, there's like three back routes into that zone. Well, but, they, but then you've got to walk. But they're quite long, and you have to walk around it, which takes no shorter amount of time. It's like oh, I'm, I'm quite annoyed about that area. <laughs> just, mm. At least you. At least I warned you not to go in via the boat because then well, you would have been really annoyed. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you no, come I, to that I, dock and not be able to go anywhere. I did do that anyway, just to see. God damn it! Yeah, I mean, you can do that bridge if you know the Tetris shapes sufficiently. Oh, the sure. rotate, oh, the yeah, that one, but that doesn't really get you very far. Yeah, that doesn't send you anywhere useful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, mm, yeah that, uh, that's not to say this game isn't incredibly clever because it is, but and also I think I. I because you've uh, gone round the map in this one direction, I think maybe you've still you still haven't reached the more clever parts. Maybe, maybe. you've still got the like the other side of the town, well, the I'm other doing, side of the island. Well, I'm, do, like, I'm in the middle of doing the Zen Garden right now, right? With all the the tree room. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's quite good. That's, that's one of the more interesting. I mean, that's okay. Bits. I think one bit of it was broken. Like there was just one puzzle that didn't. Uh, the solution didn't seem to make sense. Um, <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, I, uh, <laughs> I can't. Swords. I can't say what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, you have to show me or something at some point. Yeah. Because um, you know, and I and I think I've lost my head up Jonathan Blow's ass. <laughs> like, like, oh boy, when when the game wants to drop its pretension card, it's just like my mind is just goes. You need to stop. <laughs> you need, like you need to just, just stop. It's just an audio log. It's fine. It's not. It's not that. Or the, it's not, or the other thing. Or the other thing. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just, also. Just like 
don't bother with it really only bother with it insofar as it links into other things <laughs> and the problem is, is i think i've got like the entire point of what he's trying to say through just one of those things and it's just like okay stop Please, please don't keep going on about this one point you're trying to make. I, I, I don't, I don't care anymore. You've said it. Please stop. I, I don't agree with you, crazy lady. So please stop. <laughs> well, those are just that I like when I was looking at those those things specifically. It was just like I just thought that it was funny. I, I didn't care about. Yes, I, so like, I understood the idea of it, and it was just like, let's just see where this goes because it's really funny to watch this thing just go on forever. <laughs> Why isn't? Yeah, no, I need to stop. There are things to be said about that that cannot be said without spoiling that horribly. Like, oh boy. Like, yeah. So I don't, like, I've been playing it for like what? I'm at eighteen hours now, I think. Yeah. So you should do. And there's still a ton left to do. Well, the thing is that, like, you need to make sure it's, it's a it's a thing that i did but i didn't mind it but i think you need to maybe do this in a different order slightly which is that i intentionally didn't go up the mountain until i'd done every, all the lasers that i knew about because it's really obvious yeah i don't really want to yeah you, I, i've sort of wandered halfway up and sort of like and then realized no i don't want to go here I'll yeah but that's the, i think that's maybe something you need to avoid it's like because you don't need to turn on every laser to go into the mountain yeah that obviously much is, that, that much, much is known that yeah. much is known but you wouldn't necessarily know that unless i told you that unless you went up the mountain to see that fact oh right i see <laughs> yeah yeah and i've not i've not been i've not seen what would give that away but then, then the, the sort of flip of that is that like even though you don't have to turn on the lasers you probably do still want to see all the different mechanics which is sort of inherently a function of turning on all the lasers yes i've heard because <laughs> presumably uh, again probably not a spoiler probably kind of an expected part of a puzzle game you need to use all that you've learned to do some of the end stuff like most of it i guess i don't yeah. really remember most of the end puzzles <laughs> sure that's that's that, that sounds but it's like legit that so you sort of need to need to go to all the different zones but you don't need to commit like 100 percent to all of the zones i guess you need to get into the mountain is what i'm saying don't waste time trying to be a completionist before you've been into the mountain we need, we need to not waste time playing the witness and actually just make a rail shooter <laughs> just <laughs> Why does nobody make rail shooters anymore? It's really annoying. Well, VR Crimson will probably Dragon. bring that back, won't they? Yep. Very oh, Crimson Dragon does not count. <laughs> like, Don't worry. Like, they, they will. They, nobody makes them. Like, they're just I mean, not a thing. Even Res is coming back, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, but that's, but that's a that's the same game. Yeah, fair enough. So but, you know. <laughs> touche so yeah in the witness my problem when I'm thinking about you playing the witness is you need to get into the mountain but the trouble with that is that getting into the mountain isn't the end of the game that you need to see you need to see like the second ending and that's like a lot more work (laughs) do you actually have to do everything to get this no you still don't have to do everything but there's still more is this the challenge it's not even that you don't oh, actually okay. have to do that right. either although okay. you probably should okay you can totally bump your steam achievement percentage up a whole bunch oh, yeah. because there's that's only what, two achievements so you once to... you've got both of them you'll be 100% that's what you need to get that 100 yeah <laughs> I still really like it and I, but, and I think like I think my opinion of it has been decreasing the more of it I've played like I started off thinking 
you know, like good five hours in or something, I'm thinking this is a masterpiece. And it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not, not so sure on that now. It's incredibly clever, but I don't think I'd rate it that highly. Yeah, I think you, I don't know. It seems like maybe I shouldn't have warned you about the town or something. I don't know. What, should I go do the town? Well, I did, I did, I did sort of undo that warning to you when I said you should go to the town, but don't get stuck in the town. Okay. Just do what you can do, do in can the town. And leave, yeah. <laughs> Realize that it's the place where all the different mechanics cross over. Okay. Don't, yeah. don't think that that's where you learn anything. That's the important thing. Okay. Fine. <laughs> so, yeah. I think it's big thing is kind of. Yeah, I need to explain this off air, but I think it's big thing, the big wow moment, you know, the big spoiler alert at the end of our video. Yeah. Um, I think in some ways I wish I'd spotted that later than I have. Yeah. Because it distracts me from perhaps enjoying what I'm supposed to be enjoying. I guess. But I... The trouble with those things is that, like, they're not meant to be something that you're focused on because you're you get to the point where you just see them automatically. Like, you don't have to think about it. You're just like, oh, that's obviously if I just stand in this one specific place, that's going to do that. And it's like, oh, yeah, there you go. I, like, yeah, I I can't I can't say anything without spoiling anymore. But yeah, I think even that is almost a step too far. Like, yeah, okay, let's stop. Let's move on. Yeah, that's okay. pretty much all I've been doing. Playing a bit more Professor Layton very slowly on the 3DS, but nothing really to talk about there. I'm only really touching that incredibly slowly. Cool. Um, and we and we played more Rocket League. Yep. I'm getting better at flying. Let's not go into a massive discussion about tactics this week. Yeah. Well, somehow, Maybe next time. <laughs> somehow in Rocket League, even though we're clearly all getting better, somehow we're doing worse. Yeah. <laughs> not sure what happened last night. Yeah, that's weird. I, don't, I don't know what's going on. I think on. we need... This is not to say that this is a tactic. Oh, but... no, no, you say that. We had one night where we were on a fucking streak. That's true. One night, yes. <laughs> we were just killing it. This is not a tactic as such that we need to talk about, but I'm, I'm starting to think we just need but to... But we're going to talk about it. <laughs> well, it's not a tactic. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a meta tactic, I guess you could say. Right. Which is that I think we need to stop playing ranked after midnight. We should oh, play, yeah, you're only playing right. ranked up to midnight, and then if we want to continue playing, then move into non-ranked. You're, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> Why? What happens at, at midnight? Point, we we, we just all get shit for some reason. Even oh, me, right? <laughs> Even you. What? Due to the time, it's not like better people come on after midnight. No, the problem it? is the problem is, is like that. Well, I guess you could say that the worst people will go off. Yeah. Like yeah. the hardcore people will stay after midnight. Maybe. And also, I think yeah. that's the point where my my sensibility turns off, and I turn into. Well, I turned to Kippers. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> yeah, that sorry, 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 Kippers. That kind of mentality where it's like, things are going badly, I need to keep playing until they go well. Yeah, but then you're getting worse over time. Yeah, and so it, <laughs> gets, it just gets worse and worse. That is a really bad mindset to have, and it's because I, I don't like ending on a low. Yes. I, I, there's, there's nothing worse than ending a play session on a bad game. I mean, it sucks um, because it's like... You want to play unranked first as a training, and then go to rank when you're like you're ready. But then to go back seems weird. But it's mm. like I think that's kind of what we need to do. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like, and also Rocket League has an awkward place in me that like I really want to play a lot more of it. Yep, but I also know that I should be playing The Witness and I really want to play a lot well, more Star that, Fox. That's and... that's just your problem with games in general. That's not even related to Rocket. League. Yeah. It's just like, it's like you have games I could, that you want to play. I could play just Rocket League forever, but yep. I want to, I don't want to do that. I want to play more than 
just Rocket League. Could, there's more. There's more games out there than just Rocket League. Yep. Even though I really want to play Rocket League. Yep. <laughs> maybe maybe Rocket League is like souring me slightly in that like whenever I'm playing any game now, I'm gonna be like, this is good. <laughs> it's not Rocket League. Why don't we play Rocket League? <laughs> that's not that, that's not that's not how that works. Rocket League is a very <laughs> such a very specific type of game. You can't fill other games roles. Uh, I guess it has. It, I, I do blame it for why I haven't touched Halo Five since we started playing it. Really, like I fell off Halo Five pretty quickly once we got properly into Rocket League. Well. That's, like because it feels I mean, the same. It's closer, but it's still yeah. not exactly the same thing. It's, it's just like I—I I mean, you know, theoretically, that would be like the Titanfall Two hole would be where Halo would also fit. I guess yeah. <laughs> it's the multiplayer shooter hole, yeah. which theoretically would still be Team Fortress, but now Multi- on the PC we've got Rocket. Specifically, the multiplayer shooter hole that I have no one else to play with. Right? So <laughs> that's that's also that also this, doesn't help. So that's also in the same group as Splatoon for me and stuff like that. It's, that doesn't help you continue to play. Halo. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. You, you do stick with games that you have a crew for way more. That yeah. much is true. Anyway, move on. Zach, we got. Well, I am been really. How we done time, Dan? Let's 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 preempt Zach with how much how much. We, we <laughs> it doesn't matter because I don't have much to talk about anyway. So you know. My timer says fourteen seconds. Can you do that. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a bit short. I'm really sorry. Well, anyway, not, wait, ten seconds go. Not much to talk about because all I really played, apart from Rocket League, for this entire goddamn two weeks was just more fucking Factorio. Because after my previous attempt of, like, yeah, I installed that mod that fucked around with the ore mining or whatever mm. that I talked about last time, I, after I played, like, maybe 50% of a game on that, because it wasn't, you know, there's a certain point in Factory where you're just like, here's the mid-game grind, I guess you'd call it, mm. where you're just like, almost, you're almost just waiting, but not quite, because you're meant to be still making progress, but it's not as interesting progress, I guess you could say. So after that, I was like, fuck it, I'll just install the the really hardcore mod. It's like it's more like a total conversion where it's just like it changes pretty much everything starting from the ores up. It changes pr- everything, man. <laughs> so now instead of just iron, copper, oil and coal, you have like, here's another eight different kinds of ore, all with each of their own individual processors to process them. <laughs> And all of the uh, like mid mid tier components are completely different, like circuit boards and all that kind of stuff. So it's a completely new, different chain of pro- processes to learn, and they're all generally more complicated anyway. Doesn't this have the same problem that you were saying? But once you've d- done that, well, sure. I mean, that. but this is new at the moment, so okay. it's like <laughs> the, it's, the it's first, still interesting. The right first now. couple of games of this mod, I'll be like figuring things out. Okay. Although, admittedly, this has it has been a sort of a problem with this with playing for it. I guess you could call this the second time because I aborted the first game once I. Well, it was the classic thing where it's like I got to a certain point and I realized that like I need to do this better because I haven't done it well enough and it's going to take ages to fix. So I might as well start over and just progress into it smoother the second time. Mm. <laughs> so I did that, but it's like. I think I've reached that point again <laughs> in like this second run through. I've got to the point where I'm like, I need to change quite a lot of this stuff. Is it worth continuing or is it worth starting again <laughs> after, I don't know, 10 hours into this oh, game geez. or whatever? <laughs> That's how that goes. 
but yeah, I you know this mod. The trouble is that like this mod is so complicated with all these different resources and processes and stuff that like it kind of devalues the base game. Where it's like now, if I go back, it'll be like, well, this is real boring. <laughs> No, right. This is even more boring than just me knowing it. Now I now like, internalize this whole other game that's like even more difficult. Is this the same as you mucking around with Buildcraft or yeah. Beecraft or Probably. whatever the stuff is? It's like it's why I've never finished base game Minecraft. I've never got yeah. to the end in Minecraft because it's just not interesting. You, the intrigue for you is figuring out the mod. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I did quite a lot of factory. And actually, what I also did with, while I was doing that was. I listened to some podcasts because, again, this is another case where it's like there was quite a lot of waiting around to be done. <laughs> right. Not necessarily due to the game, but due to the way I, I specifically was playing it. The, like, I guess you'd say the OCD aspect kicked up again where it's just like, I, <laughs> there's this ore field and it's right in the way of where I want to build something. So I better wait to mine out this entire ore field so I can build what I want there. And it's like, well, that's going to take a fucking long time, but whatever. <laughs> I guess I'll just listen to a podcast and sort of play this game while it's happening. Did you finish, on a, on a different note, did you finish Stardew? Because uh, I haven't seen you play that. I got to the end of the se- uh, end of the same year, like the the bit where the, like, the sort of rating of your progress mm. is. I got to that. And then I was like, well, yeah, I could care. It was weird because I... I didn't get as far as... I think I should have. Like, I didn't get to the point of getting married or anything. Right. But it was like, I... You didn't feed her enough rocks. I didn't get there sort of accidentally, because it's really annoying, but basically, there's in order to cause the marriage event to happen, you have to give them a specific item that you can only buy from one place at a specific time. And it's not an incredibly specific time. It's like only on days where it's raining or whatever. But by the time I got to the point where I was like, okay, now I need to do this, it was winter and snow doesn't count as rain. So I couldn't buy the thing that I needed to do to cause the marriage to happen before the end of the year, <laughs> where it was the end of the year. Right, gotcha. And I was uh, like, well, fuck. This is going to take another year now. Yeah, it was like, I could have done it if I'd known that in advance. Right, yeah. <laughs> but I didn't, so I missed it. And it was annoying. And that's put you off again? No, not really. I mean, it's more like I was... I don't know. It was... Well, also, maybe the other thing that sort of encouraged me to not continue playing it is that it is still technically being updated and there will theoretically be multiplayer at some point. And I, oh, interesting. I know right. that there's someone who's going to want to play it with me. So yeah, I'm like, maybe enough. I shouldn't continue to grade this and, and like... Maybe I should break now so that when the multiplayer arrives, I'll be more fresh. <laughs> no, that's a pretty good reason. Yeah, I think that's a good, good idea. That's really interesting, actually. How is that? Like, well, yeah. I mean, the the interesting question about multiplayer in Stardew is like, will there be some kind of scaling for multiplayer? Like, what? Because oh, yeah. normally in multiplayer games like that, the like more enemies or something. <laughs> I don't know, but doesn't do you? Ever... Whereas in Stardew, it's like, what, what, how can you make it harder? Surely what? with two people, you'll just be able to do twice as much stuff. Well, I really hope there's there's like some kind like each player has like a, an individual like friendship rating, right, with the townspeople. Well, I think that's probably going to. Uh, yeah, yeah, but that you could use that to sabotage your other players' friend ratings in places to try. And, like, oh, that could be kind of fun. But what I was thinking about is like. When you have two people playing the game and you're both, you both presumably live on the farm, does that inherently make you unable to have a marriage because you're automatically living with this other person? 
Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's quite interesting. <laughs> are you? Uh, is it implied that you two are married or something? Or yeah. Or could you could you actually have two families living in this farmhouse eventually? <laughs> I, there would have. I, 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 I kind of hope there's actually like a, a reasonably dramatic shift in the mechanical requirements of the players. Yeah, I mean that's like some of the stuff will have to stay the same, obviously, but like otherwise it's not the game. But, yeah, because otherwise you'd have to make a whole the, different. But game. the object, I, I kind of hope the objective is quite wildly different. Like what you're supposed to be spending your time doing, like the majority of your time, or, or like apart from the farming, somehow make it so you can specialize better. Yeah, maybe because I mean theoretically you could specialize. I mean I got my fishing skill up to ten way faster than any of the other ones just because I was doing a lot of fishing. Hmm. But it's still not difficult to get them all up to ten. Sure. It, just on one character. So maybe with two people that could open up opportunities to have things where it's it would be impossible to do it with one person just because you need to be able to do a lot of stuff simultaneously within a time limit or something. Unless that's not what he's going for. Well, yeah, he, yeah. he could be going for, you know, that it is just... Easier. <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe people realise that, you know, this is, oh, this is the kind, maybe you got a lot of feedback saying, oh, this is the kind of game that I play with my girlfriend, right? And we, we're having a good time sort of sitting through this and doing this stuff. And it's like, well, why don't I make it a couch co op game? Yeah, you know, I guess. For those sorts of people. I don't know. I guess we'll see. And, uh, you know, I haven't been playing Factorio in multiplayer because. Because of your problems. Well, no. It was because, <laughs> because, because of it your, was because your to, criticism of your other players. Well, no, it's because for some reason the other player decided not to continue playing. No, fair enough. I guess because Dark Souls 3 came out, that probably contributed. Oh, that, yeah, that'd do it. <laughs> that probably contributed in some ways, but it wasn't just that. So, any, yeah. any of us care about Dark Souls 3? Dan, you might have the closest attachment to people that actually like Dark Souls. Cause yeah, well, I'll find out. I'm going to meet Barlow shortly, so I'll find out what he thinks. And, okay. uh, I need your full report in two weeks' time. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe I'll play it. That'll take me another six months. Dark Souls Three sounds like it's the like the, the fan service one. game, yeah. like the be- also the best one, but also the most fan like it re- it plays. You'll, you'll get the most out of it if you've played the previous if you, ones. If you've played the previous ones yeah. and see how it's messing with that. Yeah, I guess, but I feel like because and also the fact that mechanically it's learned from the previous ones means even if you haven't played the previous ones it's still probably the best one to play you're just not going to get as much out of it but i don't think you're missing out drastically if you probably uh, because the gameplay is the best it's been i think that's the i'm still gonna i'm i'm still gonna just sit out sit this one out again like those bloodborne may have been the closest they've come to a game i might consider trying but even then even then yeah, there's, I, I have. You no don't want to play that. Yeah. Good. I think we're done. Yep. Dan needs to go and get Barlow yep. to write a review of Dark Souls 3. Yeah, Dark Souls 3. We, uh, we need to eat pizza. Yeah, I expect it to be fully written and uh, spell checked. Yep. Okay, I'll let you know. Maybe <laughs> I'll, I'll get, get, him to, to come get, on. get him to record yeah. it. Yeah, it <laughs> I'll just play it. Maybe out. you should just come on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, Although I can't him. record him, can I, for this end? I need him because my microphone isn't doesn't work that way. Wait. Uh, Barlow must have decent mics. Uh, yeah, you would think so. Yeah, my recording interface um, only takes one though. I need to get a new mm. one. Anyway, no, but he can he can just Skype. Well, the equivalent of Skype again. That's true. He can. Yeah. yeah. Right. Thanks for joining us, listeners. Let's make it a thing. Uh, probably some more videos coming up. I don't know what. Uh, capsized went up a few oh, days yeah, yeah. ago. Oh yeah, yeah. My, 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 oh yeah, my man. The editing job on that was rough. 
Um, <laughs> that's the most editing I think I've ever had to do on a video to get it even remotely watchable. Um, it's not the best, but, you know, it's rapid fire. It's taken an hour's worth of footage and got it down to just over 20 minutes, you know, so mm. it actually might be more interesting to watch. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, also, I've, I've, I've been working on Cargo Commander, which will be the next one to go up. Ooh. Expect that soon. Soon. Okay, thanks for joining us. Catch you for another sidecast in a couple of weeks. Indeed. <laughs> Bye, guys. Everyone say something while Rob gets up. Bye. Bye.